BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. What's up, player? Do 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 do. Call the cops. There's a plant singing. That's the name of the van, you freak. Oh, she like Mr. Bean. Mrs. Burrito. I find you so asexual. Use it. Use it. Don't me, Frankenstein. tape it's the fastest hour in podcasting this is never not funny now here's your host jimmy pardo hello everybody indeed yes welcome to the program episode 2703 of never not funny the award-winning podcast pioneers they call us been around a long time been a long been a long time been a long time been a lonely 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 time listen I can't compete with Robert Plant, but I sure can go on tour and a tribute band to uh, Led Zeppelin. So uh, be on the lookout for that when the pandemic is over. I'm going to be doing a uh, Led Zeppelin cover band, all tribute, me on vocal. And uh, you heard the notes I just hit. I think we got a very good chance of, uh, hey, mama, see the way you move. Going to make you sweat. Going to make you groove. I don't know. But boy, that's not bad in my head. That's not bad in my head. <laughs> it's not terrible outside of your head, honestly. Woo! I think this thing has legs, fellas, of all my dumb little ideas. This this one's I, the one. I I have a suggestion, Jimmy. I don't think you have to wait till the pandemic's over. What do you recommend I do? Like a well, one of those if you, videos? If you're gonna do if you're gonna do Led Zeppelin, yeah. I think you I think you want to be in a in a blimp, and then you just play your concert for an entire city at a time. <laughs> hey, that's not a bad idea. I do it right from the blimp. We broadcast down via one of those uh, FM radio things like they do at the drive-in now. Mm-hmm. And uh, but me and the I band, actually was thought you'd hang speakers or off just of huge it. speakers. Well, yeah. Well, we could certainly do that, but I want people to be able to be uh, you know, hear it uh, locally and think globally. Um, <laughs> but that's a, that's not bad. We'll get the band up in the blimp. I got to uh, you know what? I'll talk to the uh, the Parkastathon Orchestra and see if uh, those guys are up to getting in the blimp and. Uh, and doing this thing. I don't know how Ken Robinson fits in with that saxophone of his or a flute. You know what? I'll have a flute in the middle of a Zeppelin tune. I don't mind it. <laughs> there's a yeah, band. There's something in Stairway to Heaven that sounds like a, a woodwind, isn't there? The beginning? Uh, what is that instrument? Well, uh, You know what? It, it, you're right. It probably is some sort of a, uh, there's, a there's some sort of orchestration there. Yeah. Involves, uh, well, that'd be great. You know, a little, uh, or maybe just breaks into the, the heat is on in the middle of it or Baker Street right in the middle of it. <laughs> And uh, I can't think uh, of anything that would go wrong with a uh, tribute concert uh, that uh, based on a band named after a a, a flying thing crashing. <laughs> uh, I, well, I don't think anything will go wrong. I, I I I think this is the one Zeppelin that uh, is successful. A Zeppelin yeah. dirigible, dirigible. I mean, uh, yeah, you only hear about the. You hear about the Hindenburg, obviously, and then you mm-hmm. hear the phrase uh, it, that that went off like a Led Zeppelin. Right. You never hear about all those successful Zeppelin flights, all the ones that yeah. went fine. 
I, Matt, I used to do that joke in my standing up comedy routine <laughs> really? uh, where I would say, uh, I go, you know, I, uh, you, you know, travel's risky nowadays. I go, that's why I travel by, bl- I think I did it on Kilbourne, actually. No, really? I said, I, I travel by blimp, uh, you know, I, or I, I think I said dirigible. I, dir- there's like three ways to say that word because yeah. it's one of those weirdo words. Mm-hmm. Uh, dirigible is, uh, I go, because how many blimp accents you ever hear about? One. <laughs> and then I had some follow up to it and uh, it got meh. But I, but I liked it. You know, it was one of those that, mm. hey, I do this one for me, man. <laughs> Comedy. I do this one for me, my man. Artists, That's right. True artists. Oh, anyway, I think this thing has legs. I got to come up with a name. Maybe you guys can think of something for me. Uh uh what, that's, my, that's my lazy improv that I, I couldn't think of one right now uh so, let's see I'm trying to think COVID of what zeppelin. what's that what's that covid zeppelin okay well listen we, we can spitball this thing <laughs> we'll bounce ideas around you know no idea is a bad idea we're just you know we just want to hear all of them sure settle on one i uh, did find out about the intro of stairway to heaven though what do you got garen uh the beginning of the song is mostly acoustic guitar and mellotron flutes oh a Fender Rhodes electric piano holds down the bass from the first B section on towards the C section. Uh, all right. So listen, I got I going from the B to the C. I got Wayne Fetterman on the keyboard. I got mm-hmm. flute. I got Ken Robinson. I got Mike Henry on standby. But I'm going to be honest with you. I think Mike, uh, I don't know if Mike Henry can, by his own admission, he's not a, he's not a lead guitarist. So right. I think I bring Dan Padley in. Uh, to do the guitar on this thing. You want that son of a bitch mucking up this band? Well, I, listen, I don't disagree, but you know what? At the end of the day, he's a good soloist. Do I think everybody appreciates his noodle bullshit play? I don't, Matt, but... Uh, oh, I got another one. Okay, here we go. Again, we're just throwing these things around. No yep. no idea is a bad idea. Overhead Zeppelin. Love it. Listen, I, I, oh, wait. Well, all right, you got one vote. He nailed it. You, That's you it. You got one... Well, Overhead Zeppelin. It's... it's it, it fits it's uh i'm writing it down i'm writing it down as one of the i'm literally committing to getting a pen on my floor <laughs> to writing it down there's overhead. no you're not going to get a better name overhead rhymes with lead it's it's that's exactly what it is it's zeppelin over your head yeah it is i mean it, well, some people won't get it and so it'll it'll be metaphorically over their heads <laughs> is it man let me ask you a question legally and i know you you are not a counselor in any way shape or form but legally am i uh interrupting anybody's life uh if i go over overhead in that blimp and i'm blurring oh, music down 100 percent. i can certainly get arrested like that could be uh yeah, some lawsuit right? noise disturbance yeah it's, yeah it's just yeah like, but you're in a flying machine you just get right out of there but i'll tell you what it's not a noise once they hear how hot and tight this band is they're <laughs> going to appreciate that we're doing it man sure. this is uh and by the way when i say that i go once once the rest of the band realizes hey pardo's a better manager than he is singer let's uh let's bring in an actual vocalist yeah and i'll <laughs> and have my feelings bl- hurt he has well, the blimp though well you were you were very you were getting very high on your own uh three second performance of of the vocals over there about a few minutes ago but uh, do you really uh, for a guy who constantly disparages his own uh singing ability do you really want to yep. take on the most like soaring insane rock vocalist Difficult. of all time no i don't no i do not <laughs> that's why I'm, I'm all on board with these guys replacing me but i want to just be there for at least one rehearsal before they figure it out yeah uh, by the way they've already figured out they already know that i'm not the guy i'm aware of that but i want to just do one rehearsal and then again have my feelings hurt that i was kicked out of the band right but imagine <laughs> the behind the music or the, oh. the, the biography film it's I, it's you, you think about it every day, Garen. I think can. about it every single day. You can still be involved, Jimmy. You could be their manager. You're That's always, what I said. Oh, yeah, I'm happy yeah. to be the manager. Yeah, great. Uh, and don't forget to spell overhead, uh, O-V-E-R-H-E-D. Of course. Of course. That's important. Of course, yes, of course. Overhead Zeppelin. Yeah. 
Uh, I, you know what? I, I know you guys are high on that name, uh, as high as that Zeppelin will be on that name. And I'm going to, uh, but I'm going to bring, I'm going to bounce it off the other guys. I want to make sure, sure he's comfortable with this. I got Thaxton uh, doing uh, his John Bonzo Bonham impression over there. Yeah, uh, but yet I will still insist that Tony use that little cocktail set that he uses for podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're in a blimp, man. We don't have room for a full drum set. I was going to say, there's, it's going to be tight quarters, so you may, uh, you may, need, you may not be able to take ken along i don't know if there's room for a flute up there's there. flute he just said flute it's very important it's, it, it a, holds that, up the 10 seconds of one song oh, you really no, need to wait. give up yes. a, a precious seat that that might mean you don't get to go up jimmy you don't need to be there well listen with the zoom technology i could uh, i could do it remotely from my house just yet another <laughs> reason for me not to leave my house yeah uh anyway I, I, this thing has legs. i'm gonna talk to flappers about it about adding that to my flapper show in it, uh, september to me, if i may it doesn't just have legs it has wings Yes, thank you. Aww. It sounded like Red Bull. Um, what if I, what if I, for my flapper show on September the 18th, what if I did do the, the usual show that I'm doing, the usual, I've done it one time, the, um, uh, where I do the, uh, the, uh, the, the Q&A, you request a bit, I do the bit, and then at the end, I close it up by bringing those guys onto Zoom, and then we do it. And now understand, the delay and the latency will make this impossible, and that's what makes it funny. <laughs> Everybody's playing and doing it. They th- we, all, we all think we're doing it in real time, but it streams horribly. That's our premise. Great. I love it. I'm bringing the guys on. I got Padley on board. I got, you know what? I, I can bring two guitars on. I'll have Mike Henry there for rhythm guitar. Okay. I'm not kicking Mike out of the band. Yeah. I'm just bringing Padley in to handle the heavy solo. That's all I'm doing. Sure. Mm-hmm. A lot of bands uh, have more than one guitarist. Of course they do. Of course they do, Elliot. You got your rhythm guitarist. You got your uh, lead guitarist. You got your bass player. Some of them uh, have also then, uh, like uh, Night Ranger, uh, they had the two plus the keyboards. Yeah. I don't know how you're going to like this idea, but I'm going to pitch it anyway. Um, I'm listening. Okay, so imagine you're doing the concert. Everyone's excited. They're they're enjoying the the tunes and everything. They know, they know all the hits. They know all the big ones. And then uh, end of the show, encore, you play Stairway to Heaven. And as you're playing it, you just start to gain altitude and you just yes. keep going up and up and up until you uh, go into the upper atmosphere and, and uh, burn up and die. I don't like oh. the idea of the very end of us dying, but I do like the visual of us. It's a stairway rising. to heaven. I understand. But I like us rising. Then we're out of sight. And that's the end of the show. Uh, and, and it gets so quieter do- and quieter as it goes up. Yes. Yeah. I think there's some theatrics to that. Um, it's like a fade out. It's like a, it's like a physical fade out. <laughs> it's like a fade out. Which, by the way, I don't know why. I don't know what producer started the fade out with songs on records or whatever, but uh, just end the song. Just end it like they do in concert or if you do it live. You don't fade out live. Hmm. It's, uh, I don't like it. I don't like that. When I, whenever I hear it on a record now, it just seems so wrong. Hmm. I feel like that's a piece of trivia we could find out because I feel like at some point in my music training, Somebody said this was the first person who did that and the reason why they did it, because it keeps the song in your head. Yeah. Was that your passive aggressive way of having uh, Garen put down his soda and type it up? <laughs> I actually I do that as soon as I took a sip. I was going to say, Elliot, it's funny you say that because I, I feel like I remember hearing something about a study. Uh, like they did a study on like people's reaction to fade outs versus hard outs. Yeah. And they found that that I think overall people tend to prefer songs that fade out because it feels oh. like the song stays with them. It's like, it, it's, oh, that's a, interesting. It's like, it doesn't really end. It just kind of lingers in some way. It fades away. Yeah. But, uh, how do you like the, uh, the, 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 the most memorable and obnoxious fade out, I think in history is, uh, in the song, do you love me where they fade oh, yeah. out in the middle of the song and then I do not care for randomly that. come back. What is that? Why did that happen? 
I don't know. I don't know, but it fools me every single time. I I, I know it's coming, brother. Yeah, it's bizarre. <laughs> Do you love me? Great song. <laughs> Do you love? That was featured in Dirty Dancing, was it not? It sure, it sure was. And I probably, I mean, I'm sure I heard the song before that, but my stepsisters would always play that soundtrack in the car and um, to, to my... Uh, I was miserable listening to it, but um, at the time I, I just hated dirty dancing as a concept, but I have to admit that song's great. A lot of that soundtrack is really great. It's a good time. You know what? It's a movie that I, uh, I, I think is, I have not seen it in 20 years, 30 years, but I enjoyed it. Uh, I was against it like you, Matt, for some reason I was like, nope, nope, nope. Then I saw it. And I was like, why am I being mad about this movie? I'm enjoying it. And I like the sound. You had the time of your life. Watch the And it um, never felt like this before. And I swear it's the truth. And I owe it all to you. Honestly, I know you're not going to like the sound of this, but I think you need to ditch overhead Zeppelin and just do uh, Bill. What's that guy's name? Bill Haley? Not Bill Haley. Bill Medley. Bill Medley. Do a Bill Medley uh, blimp show. Uh, Bill Medley can, Medley. Can you name another one? Of course you can. Yeah, the one from Top Gun. Uh, oh, no, that's Righteous Brothers. Uh, that's them. That's him. Oh, that's him. Yeah. He's yeah. from the Righteous Brothers. You never close your eyes anymore when I kiss your lips. Also the one from Ghost, Unchained Melody. Yeah. Uh, oh wow! Those all those songs all kind of sound the same, and they're all great. <laughs> yeah, they are good songs. I never knew that was the same guy. Uh, that's him. Yeah. It, uh, by the way, this will uh, uh, really confuse you guys. The Righteous Brothers, not really brothers. Well, but still righteous. I, it's an. I I'm gonna say this. It's weird that they're the band's name is the righteous brothers but his name he doesn't call himself bill righteous but he calls no. himself bill medley clearly also not his last name why not <laughs> yeah. just make if you're gonna have a fake last name just make it be the name that you say your, yeah. your band's brother's Hang on, name is I, i'm looking that up matt because uh maybe it is hey, his matt. real name maybe bill medley is his real name uh here we are uh, you know what dude he was uh born william thomas medley what that's yeah. insane wow. why not call it the medley brothers it's so much better What's the other guy's name in the middle? Why don't I have that? Uh, yeah, Bobby yeah. Hatfield. Uh, Unchained Melody is the uh, is that one from Ghost. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think you said and, that. Uh, hey Matt, what, what's the other guy's name? Oh, I'm sorry, Bobby Hatfield. You put some uh, for the audio listener. Uh, yeah, you put those glasses on. Go ahead and put them on. Oh, go. Okay. <laughs> that fades out we just talked it's about it fade out. Yeah. Fade out. That's, uh, now who, who provided that please that's jeff prankov thank you jeff pranko who, who apologized for the poor quality of the vocal recording but he's i think on the road right now and uh, doesn't have full studio uh access i loved it but that is uh, that's a work of art right there <laughs> that, is, that is as I, I i'm quoting myself and a a, a very unpopular gif gif however you say it uh that's a good piece of business mm -hmm. that is a good piece of business uh garen what'd you find out about the fade out it's better to fade uh, out than to burn away no that's not how it goes it, it looks like the reason for it is 
technical. It it's easier for the producer or the engineer to not have glitches or something. The earliest one possibly is from 1772. Hmm. Believe it or not. Four days Some, before we... Uh, I don't believe it because that sounds we... like a hundred years before the invention of recorded music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe they just that live fade outs maybe. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Um, but then there's a, there's a spot here that says no modern recording can be reliably identified as the first to use the technique. Uh, but someone said in 2003 that Bill Haley's cover of Rocket 88 fades out, which is in 1951, fades out to indicate the titular car driving away. Mm. And then there are claims that the Beatles eight days a week was the first to use the reverse effect, a fade in. But mm. the, apparently the Supremes had used this effect in their single Come See About Me issued a month before that song. But that's the fade in. Mm. Okay. By the way, doesn't Garen looks better than he's ever looked on a camera uh, in his new location. Can we agree on he that? He finally guys? has yeah. uh, decent lighting. Yeah. It's all natural light. Yeah. You look There's great. A big window right here shining directly on me. It's perfect. Now, Garen, let's uh, let's let's dive into this. Uh, let's assume that I'm going around the horn early just to talk to you here. Uh, but we'll come back. We'll talk about uh, some other stuff. But uh, Garen is in Michigan. Uh, you're visiting your family. And uh, Garen, uh, may I just say, f- for the sake of the show, you should move there. <laughs> because you look better than ever uh, on camera. And by the way, I'll say this too. You also sound better than ever. Everything about you being there is a win. How, but how is it for you being there? Or do you want to get out of there because you're going to murder your father? Uh, I haven't seen him yet. He's up north. Good we're for him. See, he Keep your fucking here distance. Yet. Wait, he doesn't even know you're there? No, we're going to surprise him. Jesus Christ, the man's having health issues. Why are you going to give him a heart attack? (laughs) (laughs) That's the worst idea for Christ's sake. You've already frightened him with that lifestyle of yours. I want my inheritance and I want it now. Oh my God. You don't want that recorded. He's got Michigan money. (laughs) There's no no inheritance. (laughs) There's nothing to have. Uh, Yeah, I I just, I've been hanging out with my other, my brother and my cousin. We had game night last night and, uh. Yeah, and, when, so. and when you play with your brother, uh, knowing both of you have the same lifestyle, that's G-A-Y-M-E, correct? Oh, yeah, of course. Can we have to sign up. Uh-huh. Spotlights that shoot rainbows out of it. It's a, it's a whole event, really. Oh, oh, I, I, covers I it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we talked about this on Bingo yesterday very quickly that uh, uh, we had a bananas heat uh, wave over the weekend here in Los Angeles. Uh, it got up to 103 here in Baldwin Hills. And if it's 103 here... I, uh, I can only imagine what it was in the Valley. And Garen, we'll get to, uh, there's a point to this. I want to ask about Michigan. Uh, Matt, what'd you get to 114? Were you one of those? I did. I saw 113 on my own uh, devices. I never saw 114, but I did. Yeah, I, I recorded 113. Okay. And what, what'd you record there in Palms, Elliot? Uh, I, I didn't because psychologically, if I don't know what temperature is, I don't feel as hot. <laughs> oh, you know what? Uh, a lot of logic to that. Uh, at three o'clock yesterday, they asked uh, the mayor came uh, issued a, a tweet saying at three o'clock between three and nine, if you could use as little appliances as possible uh, so that we don't uh, uh, strain the, uh, the grid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and boy, Twitter was afloat with a bunch, bunch of people telling that guy to go fuck himself. Mm-hmm. I was one of them. What, Garen, turn off your fucking lights and, and let it all work. It doesn't work because they don't upgrade the system. Can I tell you the something, Dick One? is completely corrupt. Let me tell you something, you fucking militia weirdo now that you're in Michigan. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it was like Carmageddon. That's the other thing. Then people went, well, nothing happened. What a big waste of time for me to do. It, it all worked because we all turned our stuff off. So there was no blackouts yesterday. So it worked. But there were. My, the power at my place went out. 
Of course it did, because you guys live in a shitbox. <laughs> <laughs> the wiring in that place is free. You can pretend you're in Sherman Oaks. That's Van Nuys wiring, buddy. It's Van Nuys wiring, yes. There's a reason why your sound is terrible when you're there. It's just you're, yes. You're plugged That's into true. a toaster. <laughs> it, wor- it worked everything was fine uh, i kept an eye on the on the uh, the grid bar uh, on the app that they uh, that uh, you can download and uh, it was uh, it all worked so you get off your weird they're all corrupt bullshit i'm not gonna tolerate it on this show this show's non-political man we don't bring up politics on this show <laughs> jimmy <enough>. uh <laughs> serious question what did you set your thermostat at yesterday or i was i was asked to do it at 78 by the uh by, and, and we had it at 78, and then, Matt, we went, you know what? This is comfortable, but let's go to 79 for these uh, for a few hours. Wow. And it worked. How about you, Matt? We were at 78, and it was not comfortable, I'll say. <laughs> I did, well, not, did not like it. But but you were minimum 10 degrees hotter than, yeah. than yeah. we were. Um, yeah. And so... Uh, and I tried uh, very hard not to use my air conditioning throughout the day. Yeah. Good for you, because it's so goddamn corrupt. <laughs> <laughs> but I also, like, I have the luxury of it's just me. And I have blackout blinds and curtains on every window. So, so it's, and you do that so that the uh, Japanese don't see and, and bomb your apartment, right? That's why you got. Well, we've got to, you know, we've got to <laughs> protect our country, patriots. Right. That's a World War II reference, by the way. The yes, blacking out the windows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's from World War II. <laughs> World War II. I think the first war that featured the use of a, a zeppelin. Well, boy. Well, that's why I've, I've been doing my research. So Is that's that right? why I, would, I, I could be wrong. Maybe they. I, 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 I bet it's World War One. Yeah, I don't. I don't know when they invented zeppelins. I just remember that scene from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade where they were using a zeppelin. That's that's the extent of my historical knowledge of zeppelins. That's a fantastic documentary. You should get the song out. Yeah. Oh, good call. Um, what? I uh, so Garrett. So your trip to Michigan was uh, you, you flew on Delta Airlines. Is that correct? Yes, sir. And they did pretty re- well. Oh, really? Because uh, I always really love the fly. Is that right, Matt? Well, it shows. Thank you. Uh, so you you were you, as we were uh, as you uh, previewed, you got bumped up to first class. Your cousin got you a, a first class seat. And yes. how did that go? Were you comfortable up there, Garen? Yeah, I was in the very front row. So I was it kind of felt like I was almost in a pod because I'm just up against a wall and there's nobody next to me. OK, and nobody on the row across from me. Really? Yeah, someone was right behind me, and someone was catty corner to the other side, mm-hmm. row okay. back. But uh, no one right next to me, and it, it was nice. And uh, as a forty-year-old man, it was the first time I've gotten up and used the bathroom on an airplane. What? Believe it oh, or not. Wow. And you did it because uh, you felt like you're not uh, bothering anybody in the uh, in the aisle, that sort of thing. Is that why you've you never know, done it before? That, it's that, and I also had this weird sort of like anxiety about getting up and, and moving around like I, I feel like i'm gonna fall or i don't know it's weird but i got up and i went in there and i it was a successful trip but congratulations I on that fl- <laughs> i flushed the toilet and remember i've never done this before it scared the shit out of me <laughs> i literally <laughs> well, you're in the right spot helped. exactly <laughs> it I, is I bananas i, I don't disagree it. with you it scared me so bad it was it, and then i laughed to myself because i almost yelled out in, <laughs> in the bathroom uh, but yeah, it was, uh, what's the, uh, just, I have to drill a little deeper on this. What's the longest flight you've ever been on? Mm. Oh, I've never, it's just normal. Just between New York, like New York and no, we drove to New York last time I went. So just LA to Detroit. It's the longest I've ever okay. had. Which one, that's like four and a half, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Five hours. Maybe Florida, maybe Michigan to Florida might be. Mm. No, it's quicker. But first time ever that you would uh, use the facilities. And yeah, uh, I've, I've, by the way, no smoking in there. I certainly hope you didn't light up. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, I disabled it first. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <Just in case. laughs> 
Uh, Garen, did you, uh, this ends up being a Seinfeld bit, but I, uh, I, I always thought it, did you look at yourself in that little mirror and, and think I've never looked more handsome? There's something about the mirror on the airplane. When you look at it, it is very flattering. Hmm. Hmm. I, I, you know what? I, I think I may have done that. It I is, think I, I may I have taken a moment, but like, oh, and then I thought in my head, I've seen a lot of people who do, uh, inappropriate videos in airplane bathrooms. And I'm like, how is that even possible? There's Wait. no room. In Please, here. First of all, tell me the uh, website you're going to for those <laughs> yeah. and tell me what they're doing and do it slowly. All right. Well, Jimmy, you could probably find this on Pornhub.com, probably slash gay. So you might want to be careful. I don't want to see any of that because that's, uh, that, no, that's not what turns me on. But uh, do you think maybe there's some uh, hetero version of that where uh, uh, people are in the. Uh, uh, there has to be. And I don't know how they do that either. Hmm. there's no i mean at least in the one i was in it was barely like it was barely big enough for me to so turn so your worry is that it's not big enough and, and and of course you're thinking about where you put the tripod is that your is that exactly. your concern on this you, you have to have good production values <laughs> right. oh, i mean i guess you can suction cup a gopro to GoPro, the, yeah. hey that's here. not a bad idea a little suction cup pro get that uh <laughs> fisheye lens in there you're all set. yeah that's a great idea uh so i would just go to like airline sex airplane sex for sure yeah okay. mile high club maybe uh, I'd like to think they're doing it on the ground. I'd like to keep. Uh, I, I want some taxi sex. Is what I'm talking about. Some tarmac sex. <laughs> Mile High Club is that Bette Midler movie, right? Oh, uh, what is that a play on? What is that a play on? That's First Wives Club. First Wives Club. Oh, first. Wow. Very nice. Uh, did you get food, Garen? Did you get food up? Uh, they, or they, uh, is it all discontinued? The food because they of, gave uh, us a snack box. Okay. And he's like, here's a, here's a. He came over with a box of boxes and then just like showed it to me. I'm like, what am I? All the labels were like labeled down. Oh. So I'm like, what am I? So he started pointing out the ones and I'm like, I, I don't like any of this, but I'll take the one that has Skittles in it. And it was a salami <laughs> one. So I opened it up and <laughs> as I open it, I'm like, there's no salami. And I'm like, this is weird. It's a sealed box with no salami. And on the front of it, giant picture of salami, small stamp, salami not included what what <laughs> doesn't does not contain salami i'm like this is stupid why is the salami sandwich this on salami I, I don't know it had a cheese a spoon and some cookies and a skittles oh no salami feel, feel that rainbow no a mile sense. high huh oh, what's yeah. the spoon for here's the thing is that you add salami to that and you don't have anything <laughs> yeah i know i don't know what this is supposed to be <laughs> you got salami and cheese what, wait what's the spoon for i don't understand Heroin. for the cheese i guess <laughs> But there was nothing the to put the cheese on. Is there the, was eat, like is the your skills with a spoon? Yeah. Is it, 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 was, is it melted it was cheese? It's like a queso. Yeah, it's probably like one of those the same kind uh, of cheese that they put in the cheese and crackers thing, like those orange crackers with the. But again, why a spoon? Spoon doesn't make any sense for what you just described. I know. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe I'm just filling in the dots that it was a spoon. I didn't really take it out, but yeah, it was. It was weird. Well, if it's a fork, it's not any better. It might have been like one of those little uh, ice cream spoons, you know, that have just had that little small oh, little, like a little spread. So yeah, you can spread. Yeah. Ah. So you can spread it on the Milano cookies they gave me. But no crackers. Sounds, no, no crackers. Okay, no this crackers. was an incomplete this box. Snack box. It, it sounds weird. like you picked the wrong box. <laughs> it sounds yeah. like I did. Yeah. Or they just got a bad shipment. Why did you stamp no salami? It was so weird. And you didn't think to ask the gentleman uh, who uh, nah, provided yeah, the box. There was a Chad that got on the plane that was a little iffy with them so i'm like i'm not going to give them any kind of harassment wait is it is, uh, did you say a chad yeah he did yeah like a male karen oh i see i guess that's gotcha. the, uh, they're calling them chads now they may have a different name i like chad i, do, I don't dislike chad to be honest with yeah. you 
Uh, Garrett, did you feel good being in the first class just watching the filth go back to steerage? Did you like that? Just keep moving, filth. Uh, <laughs> it was a little bit of a... Uh, uh, imper- what's that syndrome imposter syndrome or whatever mm. like what am i doing up here <laughs> i don't yeah and there was a couple of times i would glance oh, i actually was not i was evading eye contact but mm-hmm. there was a couple of times that i glanced over and i saw someone looking at me and i'm like are they like what's this asshole doing up here is that nice but i think know. they're doing what we all do which is checking if there's any famous people in first class yeah Oh yeah, you know what? Yeah. So yes, there was me. Oh boy! Oh, there's uh, there's fourth banana on a podcast, mother. Right. My uh, uh, little niece, I don't, second cousin, I guess. My cousin's daughter is. She thinks I'm the most famous person on the planet. Oh, that's nice. And it's the unless biggest, she's forty. Is, no, she's ten, maybe eleven. That's she, adorable. It, then it is. Uh, it, it's the biggest ego boost. She's like, Garen, what's it like being a celebrity? <laughs> And my cousin's like, she or she Googles you constantly. I'm like, wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, that's adorable. Did she, I so adorable. I, did she see the it. YouTube, the, the Never Not Viney's uh, tribute to Garen or whatever it was? No, I should, oh, can I show her that? I don't know. I would watch it first. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch it first. But it's, she's, she's like, how often, how many books have you sold? Or when do you get, oh. She's like, when do you get paid? I'm like, oh, they pay me like every six months. And she's like, how much do you get? Do you get millions? I'm like, no. I wish I got millions. It's the cutest thing, and it boosts your ego. Like it's crazy. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. I love yeah, it. I love but, it. Uh, I'll say this by the way: as a guy who uh, been very, very lucky in the last few years that all my miles allow me to get bumped up and sit in first class. Uh, I I also still feel the same way you just uh, described, Garen. Like I, that I don't belong up there because I know I didn't buy it. And when people, what, what makes me is like when people walk past, and then like a little kid, ten year old, or uh, will say hey, mom, can we sit here? And they're like, oh, no, we'll never be able to afford those seats. Hmm. And, you know, that's where the rich people sit. I'm like, oh, God, just fucking, why do I have to hear? I feel like shit. I, I already feel like I don't belong up here. And now I feel, uh, but, you know, but then I go, well, you know what, though? You do deserve it. You worked hard. Keep moving, filth. That's what I say. <laughs> I say it right to the child. Oh, good. I go, you know, they, you know you I think look. it's good they hear it young and then they tell their parents. They say, hey, that guy up in 2B just told me to keep moving, filth. And she's like, well, he's right, son. He's richer than we are. <laughs> They got to learn how it works. That's how the world works. Yeah. I go, I'm not richer, man. I'm just uh, 30 years of flying on an airplane and uh, to go bomb in front of people. So I'm allowed to uh, enjoy this comfortable seat. Get off my ass. That's what I say. <laughs> would you ever, if you knew for a fact that the seat next to you was empty and it was a mom and her kid, would you ever give up that seat to them? Garen, I will tell you that I have that. I wrestle with that every time a military person comes on mm. and you hear the stories about people that. Uh, you know, give up their seat for a military person. Uh, I, I'm so OCD and weirdo about my bubble that that's what's keeping me from going, hey, you know what? Take my seat. Hey, you know what, young man? Take my seat. Young lady, take my seat. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The only thing that's keeping me from that is I will then have like some sort of panic attack sitting wherever they were sitting. And yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's the only thing that's keeping me from being a decent human being is that I'm <laughs> nuts. <laughs> Because I think it every time I go, I should give my seat to that guy. I should give it. I've been, I, I just can't. I just, I, I just feel like, okay, I got room. I could, I, I could be comfortable for the next four hours. So. I, uh, I wonder if I would do it. Well, well you, you didn't on this trip. You're 0 for 1 so far. <laughs> well, nobody, nobody did. Like, nobody, that didn't happen. Like, if somebody, like, if a kid came, was like, oh, mommy, let's sit, can we sit here? I don't know that that didn't happen. If it ever did, like, I'm ever going to be in first class again. Who knows? But. Uh, I don't know. 
Am I that nice? I don't know. <laughs> I, I just I guess I just discovered I'm not. So uh, we'll, well, you have that's that's not nice. That's that's anxiety. That's that's a different situation. It that's is anxiety. Way. I wish yeah, I, it's I, not. I, that I wish I didn't have. I wish I could. Uh, give back to the troops. Um, I do. I do end my show every night. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, let's support our troops. Then I walk As off stage to uh, just confusion. People are like, where, where did that come from? <laughs> Why did that happen? Um, well, Garrett, it sounds like you had a successful flight to Michigan. Uh, I look forward to hearing the re, uh, the report back from how you killed your father by jumping out from behind a sofa. <laughs> well, Is the that, flight on the, the landing was really rough. And you have a rough I landing. Got, it. We had. We were going through clouds, and it was shaking really bad and mm. I, I was I, I had a second fright pearl clutching situation oh boy you because uh, i was actually i was on a wi-fi and i was te- texting my brother and i'm like oh oh i just shit the, the word it's really rough i'm shitting it was freaking me out because it was really it was the worst i've had wow it's so we made it through like you were just on an airplane flight yeah yeah also uh, uh you were texting your brother in the air yeah wi-fi oh, okay yeah. During landing, um, though, it's interesting. What? During landing is interesting that you would uh, on the on the approach. Usually they they tell you to put your devices you away. It was it was approaching approach. We weren't quite there yet. It was like that yeah. where you start feeling it speed up, like which yeah. is how that hat works is baffling to me because it just automatically feels like everything's being pulled back, but we're going faster. Uh, it was during that time. Those guys up there know what they're doing, though, Garen. Don't be frightened. Those guys they're, have done. They're professionals. They are professional. They've had some training. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you say they know how to fly? Uh, I, I would say they know how to fly. What are you setting me up for? And it shows. Does it, does it show? <laughs> oh, that again? All right. Yeah. I have a twist on the original. Um, well, Garen, safe uh, visit. Uh, you're there two weeks, right? Yes, sir. I'm back on the 20th. All right. Well, that's exciting. It's exciting. You're, and, what's, uh, by the whole, uh, and then the temperature there, is, is it nice and cool there in Michigan? It was, I was cold yesterday. Like I had to borrow a sweater. Oh my goodness. Oh, I posted a, I posted a picture and I was like, hi from your aunt in Michigan. She caught a chill. Uh, <laughs> I put, I had like a California, California, Carolina Panthers uh, cardigan on <laughs> and it was, uh, it was chilly. It was like 69. Mm-hmm. Up top, huh? Beautiful. All right. And they had a wonderful uh, thunderstorm, which I love. Oh, so. I miss, yeah. th- I miss a thunderstorm. I, I, oh, yeah, it was great. I, uh, boy, I used to like those. Just uh, hear that rain hitting the window and yeah, thunder, thunder off rolls. in the distance. What'd you say? Thunder roll? The thunder rolls. And the thunder rolls. And the lightning strikes. Garen, name of the artist. Garth Brooks. That's right. Um, Even I knew that. Did you really? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I don't constantly. know what hillbilly music you enjoy. Up constantly on the show, so. I, uh, in fact, I texted uh, Garen last week that I discovered there is uh, Apple Music has a couple of playlists from uh, country music for, uh, by year. And so they have uh, 93, 94, 95, obviously. And those are the whenever Garen and I talk about that, the, the country that comes up on our show mm-hmm. are from those years. So I, uh, I listened to one of those on my walk the other day, and it just brought me right back to that time of mm. being sad and feeling sorry for myself. And so that, <laughs> uh, that was a sad, pathetic walk that I took the other day. I would have put that on. It's going to remind me of last week. Garrett <laughs> <laughs> Cockrell in is, Michigan. Is Garth Brooks one of those random people who's not on Apple Music, though? I'm I believe. Yeah, he's on Amazon. He's Yeah, it's yeah, so weird. Yeah, because uh, like whenever you search it, there's like one thing on there. Uh, or, it's, way, it's, or it's the spirit of Garth Brooks or like some random. Cover. It's like a cover. Cover. Yes. Tribute uh, bands. 
Let's, by the way, let's before we are speaking of weather and before we take our break, let's keep the uh, people in uh, Denver in, uh, in our thoughts as they uh, mm-hmm. go from uh, 99 degrees down to uh, 30 degrees or 37 degrees. It's going to be there tomorrow. Crazy business. Uh, which would That's be yesterday insane. when this uh, episode drops. It's crazy, right? Yeah. I mean, for mm-hmm. two days. And it's just two days. They're going to drop down into the 30s. Then it's back into the 60s and 70s and 80s. And I mean, I complain when I walk out of the heat into an air-conditioned room. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I mean, that's going to be, I mean, man, that's going to be weird. Uh, I almost kind of want to be there for it. Maybe I, I'll go I, honestly, yeah, I, I, I know it's, there's going to be some things that are not great about it for those people, but uh, I would fucking love it. Imagine, that. <laughs> oh my God, if, if the temperature dropped right now to 30 degrees, I would love it. It would be weird and then and then but knowing it's back to normal well, that's the part tomorrow. i don't like that's worse honestly it, you would want it to drop to 30 tomorrow and stay at 30 i would rather it if it's i mean it's never 30 here so that's not a realistic thing but yeah i guess you're right like if you live in denver and you like cherish the the months where it's warm or at least not cold then that would suck to be like oh i guess it's we just don't get fall this year we're just going into winter immediately but uh, I prefer, I think I prefer being cold to being hot. Mm, I'm with you, Matt. Because you can oh, put I a know. sweater on, you can turn the heat on, you can put this, the, but there's a, there's a level of heat where nothing you can do is enough to, to, yep. to push it away from you. You can't yeah. light an air conditioner. Yeah, exactly. It just, it, there's, there's a, the, you, like yesterday was a day where you couldn't, you could you really just had to sit still in one spot and just wait for it to be gone oh it was unbearable it was and again i know you guys had it worse up in the valley but it 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 tired me out like i was at the beach all day and i was outside for a minute and a half i think it was (laughs) boy it was hot all right let's take a break Garen Cockrell's in Michigan. We'll see how that affects play today. Uh, Josh Johnson, young comic out of New York, will be joining us here in a few seconds. Writer for The Daily Show and so on and so forth. Um, find out what's going on with Elliot and Palms. We'll check in with Matt. Keeping things safe in HQ. Sherman Oaks, California. And, uh, of course, we got Oliver's uh, weekly trivia question. And we'll do all that when we come back right after this. Matt Belknap, I want you to spring forward with a new hiring partner, Zip Recruiter. Zip, zip. And find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Go to this exclusive web address, web address, <laughs> to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter is the way to go. Uh, look, you, you set your clocks forward. You, uh, you feel like there's more hours in the day, but if you're hiring, you don't have that kind of time. You got crunch time. ZipRecruiter fills those hours for you. No one wants to waste time with hiring. That doesn't sound fun. That's just like a, a, a chore that you have to get through. I've got need. other things to do. Right. Let me do my actual job instead of trying to find someone else to work if for If that me. jerk didn't quit, I wouldn't be doing right. this. I'd like to see Elliot hire someone as his like building managing manager assistant, assistant to the building manager. Somebody over at the familiar. Yeah, to deal with these broken chairs and all this. There's, there's, a, there's a wave of looting and rioting in that building. That, going on. <laughs> well, you know why, right? Yeah, the manager. That manager, yeah. <laughs> That's why he needs an assistant. Uh, who would take it seriously. Yeah. Uh, visit ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. Listen, I've been a broken record on Factor Meals. As I mentioned on the last episode, even my doctor knows that I eat the Factor Meals. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you're, you're actually not only reading the ads that go in the show, but you're advertising in doctor's offices for Factor now. That's exactly right. I'm the Muzak 
of factor. I'm going from. And they uh, appreciate it. I'm uh, more than happy to do it. Now these things are ready in just two minutes. They've got over 35 different options to choose from every week. They got the Calorie Smart Protein Plus, uh, various different meals. I uh, just this way this morning I had to pick my meals for next week. You pick you pick a week in advance. Yep. And uh, you know what? I decided to give myself a little treat. I got the filet mignon. Yum. Which is uh, it's a little extra to get that. Right. And I'm allowing myself that maybe every six weeks or something. Get You know what? It's Why nice. not? Yeah, treat yourself. You, you've earned it, Jimmy. I have earned it. I'll tell you something. It is delicious. Yeah, I got to try that. Oh, I haven't had that one. They do a great job. I, uh, the other day I had the, uh, what is it? The uh, Spanish lime chicken or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. That was a spicy lime chicken, whatever that, whatever that one is, yeah. was delicious. I love the shredded taco, chicken taco thing that mm-hmm. they do. Uh, again, I have not... I've not had a bad factor. Yeah, and I've said this before. Like a lot of these things, because I get a lot of the like, uh, you know, low carb ones, and I find that that's great with uh, if you want to get like a, a low carb tortilla, and you you can put it in there and make it into a, a wrap or a tortilla type situation, or some uh, sweet potato chips, and you kind of use like the queso, the chili queso, whatever. Yeah. Uh, that's just. I, I like doing my own thing with it. You can sort of uh, use their what they give you as a base and then uh, do what you want with the it. The factor is there for a base. You heard it from Matt Belknap. Now, head to factormeals.com slash part 050. Use code part 050. You're going to get 50% off. That's 50% off. Uh, we really wish I would have said zero there. Uh, that is code part 050 at factormeals.com slash part 050 to get 50% off. That's 50% off. F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S dot com slash P-A-R-D-O five zero and use code PARDO five zero to get 50% off. Factor! That's a good meal. Hey everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 2703, third episode of the 27th season, the award-winning podcast, funny. young Josh Johnson has joined us. Uh, Josh, as I mentioned before the break, is a young comic out of New York, he writes for The Daily Show, he's got a brand new podcast. I don't know if it's brand new. I don't know when this thing started. This thing could be around longer than we are. Uh, maybe <laughs> he started this new. when he was two years old. Um, uh, I've just been told uh, by uh, somebody that it's uh, it's pretty new, uh, which may explain why Josh is using his microphone like it's a corn on the cob, uh, <laughs> as opposed to. Uh, yeah, that is a, that's a side address mic. It's like very few people understand I, how to use right? that mic. That's I, it's, I, it. I, sounds better than any guest mic has yeah. in the history of us doing this via Zoom. Yeah, it sounds yeah. great, Josh. And you decided oh, to kick him in the the balls for it <laughs> i kicked him in the balls because i wanted to do my corn in the cob joke it was a good just a good joke it's a good piece of business anyway josh johnson's here a uh, funny young man uh he's got a uh featured on the comedy central thing on the net, net is it netflix yeah netflix was the the comedian what's, what's that thing called josh where uh, like the comedy a bunch, lineup the comedy lineup and yeah. uh, josh has one of the uh he's wearing a, a cardigan right cardigan sweater or uh, oh, just yeah. a pullover no, no, it's a cardigan. Damn right. That, that's the type of person I am. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, my, my my 13-year-old son who loves standing up comedy. Uh, and my wife and I, we all watched it. We very much enjoyed it. Uh, oh, thank you. It, it's also only like 15 minutes. So, boom, you're in, you're out. That's the beauty yeah. of those uh, of those specials. You're not you're not held hostage like you are from Pat Oswalt's. It just doesn't end an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> Close it up. <laughs> I know you spent some money on this set, but let's lock this thing up. Right. If I wanted this kind of time, I would have watched a movie. Um, Josh, did you grow up in New York? Where'd you where'd you grow up, young man? I grew up in Louisiana and oh. started comedy in Chicago. So I've only been in New York. This is my fifth year about. What? Uh, so uh, when you started comedy, so you graduated uh, high school or and or college. Uh, moved from Louisiana, uh, Louisiana to Chicago to start stand-up comedy, or did you go there? Like, yeah. uh, and did you do any of the Second City stuff like that, or was it just all hitting the the open mic stages? It was it was mostly open mics. I didn't do too much Second City. I did a little bit of the Annoyance mm-hmm. Theater, 
and um it was almost all stand up through and through though like i you know i took the improv classes just to have like an openness and a, and a bit of a, a sharpness in order to adapt to situations. But overall I didn't see, I think because I wasn't seeing myself as an actor at the time, I didn't see an avenue to use improv other than getting that initial learning of like, Hey, you're not going to catch on fire if the audience doesn't roll with you for a second. Right. You know? Uh, and, uh, and by the way, can I just interrupt this and just say that uh, I'm cool if the four of us just stop talking and we just listen to Josh's voice the rest of the show. <laughs> oh, that's very God, what a wonderful voice. I think it's that side address microphone doing the heavy lifting on this, but my God, he sounds beautiful. It may very well be. I don't know. I, I don't even, I'm not even told that my voice sounds as good by people I know. So I think it might be the mic. <laughs> it's a great, uh, the, now it, uh, we have not, is it, you brought up the annoyance and that's something I, I grew up in Chicago, Josh, and started there as well with, uh, with my dumb career. And, uh, Mick Napier, I believe was the name that uh, ran the annoyance. Is that the gentleman? Is that the guy that still runs things over there? I believe so. So I haven't kept too much in contact with everyone there but whenever i was taking classes he was teaching like the top level five like you're about to be done with classes period so i was learning more from experienced improvisers and and more experienced actors and stuff the levels one through you know four and everything um i actually didn't have the pleasure of taking his class but i got to work with him for a showcase i was doing and it was it, it's so weird how some people just have a mystique about them that if they give you a piece of advice, it just like sticks with you for some reason. Mm-hmm. You don't even know why. It's not even that they chose like um, flowery language to express themselves or anything. They just cut straight to the thing. You're like, oh, I do do that. And then you hopefully never do it again. And I remember I was running some stuff by him and he was like, hey, if you would take all of this like superfluous stuff out this would actually be a really funny idea and from then on i was just like yeah i i over talk the joke you know uh well based on that answer yes i would agree um <laughs> yeah fair enough that was lengthy holy smokes i just asked if you knew the guy holy shit. um uh mick you 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 boy you described him perfectly though mick uh had a mystique about him which is i think what made the annoyance uh, interesting to young people like the the guy in charge was it was almost it's almost cult-like he's got like a cult-like cult leader vibe to him um at, at the annoyance and uh that's where our friends annie richter uh jane lynch all those folks came out of the annoyance and um uh well that's and where did you live when you did you live on the north side josh when you moved to chicago oh yeah i lived on uh, in rogers park for all the years that i lived in chicago uh it was just it was too cheap to not like like some of my friends started to explore and they were like, oh, we want to live in Wicker Park. or We want to be near our favorite bookstore. And I was like, ah, that is not it for me. Um, right. I am barely putting it together as it is. So <laughs> um, at what stage did you do Zanies? Did you do uh, uh, that? I think it's really that's it now. Right. Just Zany or is, there, is KJ Riddle still around? Z- what, so basically. Yeah, so I got passed at Laugh Factory first. The Lakeview Theater got turned into the Laugh Factory. Right. And then after Laugh Factory, I got passed at Jokes and Notes, which is now closed, but that was like um, the most popular club on the South Side. And then I got passed at Zany's and kind of at Comedy Bar, which still exists, but... Mm -hmm. 
it was it was always weird like you know you know that thing of when you're doing stand-up and you're especially when you're new so you're barely not an open micer anymore like you still like you actually still mostly do open mics and then you have some paid spots yeah. it's very hard to understand where you stand with any of these clubs and and so i think that for me getting past at laugh factory and then at zany's was really like me knowing officially i was i was good and people thought i was good and i yeah. could get stage time you know uh, I do know. I remember, you know, uh, when I started, Zany's was the, you know, that was the crown jewel. And, you know, I, you know, bounced it around to the, you know, quote unquote B clubs. And then when I got finally got past at Zany's, it was like, we, I did it. I'm, I'm in, you know, and yeah. uh, and uh, so I hear exactly what you're talking about. And uh, and then you realize as time goes on that, uh, you know what, that's just another fucking club. It's no more special than the others. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it makes you feel good for a year and a half of your life. Right. It's it's exactly that, because as soon as you have an agent that's booking the club and you now understand how much money you bring in versus they bring in and all that stuff like that, it like it really tears away at some of that, <laughs> some of that magic. You're like, yep. oh, you know, like especially clubs that would be out of town. Like I used to be so excited to go on like a road trip with friends to Indiana to do a spot. Right. And then once I started getting booked, like I had an agent that was booking me. And they were like, oh, yeah, you know, that that place can only afford to pay six hundred dollars. That's why each one of your friends got two hundred dollars. You know I mean, like and that was that changed everything for me where I was like, oh, oh, no, this is <laughs> it's, it's, it's the equivalent of living in a sort of slot like like flop house when you're 20 yeah and living in a flop house when you're 30 because it's like at 20 you're like ah, i'm hanging out with my friends we're working on our art you know i think maybe there's a possum in the bathroom who, who knows <laughs> but then when you're 30 and you try to like get someone to marry you and they, uh, you take them to your flop house and right? they think you're gonna murder them that's when you're like oh this is this is only good for a decade this is yeah. bad otherwise uh, hundred percent agree. Uh, young Josh Johnson's here. He's, I think, I believe he's fifteen years old. I don't know exactly. How old <laughs> I was going to say, are you are you even thirty yet? Because you, you look like you're twenty two. I appreciate it. It's the coconut oil. I have turned thirty this <laughs> oh, year. Okay. Oh well, happy birthday. When was it? Did you have uh, a COVID party? No, no, it was March. So I got to have you know an unaffected COVID birthday and was promptly slapped in the face with a rescheduling of my special so oh geez <laughs> oh you were supposed to tape your special i was supposed to tape my special in april so oh, oh boy well you know what uh, maybe next april right and then you got a, yeah, a right. year to uh, get rusty and then uh, shake the rust <laughs> off and do it yeah yeah a year to freak out <laughs> yeah it's uh uh by the way my son uh, who i mentioned earlier off the air uh, 13 year old oliver had his uh he had a little birthday party over the weekend. Uh, we, uh, Matt, oh. you know, I borrowed your projector, mm -hmm. and uh, he had three friends over, and we uh, they measured out the chairs in the backyard. They all sat about eight feet away from each other and had some Domino's pizza and watched. Uh, uh, what's the golf one? Happy Gilmore is that the golf one? Yep. Yeah, yeah. They watched Happy Gilmore, and uh, they all. It sounded like they had a great time out there, and uh, you know, we hung a, a screen up on the uh, side of the wall mm -hmm. projector. And uh, the kids had a great time. They were out there for about uh, four hours, which I was uh, amazed that they uh, lasted that long. But uh, it was nice, nice, nice. And they, you could tell that they all needed it too. They all needed to yeah. be around. They're like, let's do it again tomorrow. Let's, we should do this every week. And <laughs> yeah, it's like I get it because you know, sadly, they had not uh, all summer. They couldn't really be kids, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, Josh, you know, because you're still a kid. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> 30 yeah, years old. It, it is an, an insane thing that for this summer, kids kids had to live the same lives as people in nursing homes. <laughs> it's like, geez, you know, oh, I, you know, man. all my limbs work and I know where I am. Right. It's like, yeah, you still can't go outside. <laughs> you got that right. Jesus, it's awful. But listen, this thing's going to go away though. My president tells me it's going to disappear any day now. So I feel good about it. He seems to have a good head on his shoulders. And so, uh, listen, I believe him. I believe we got a vaccine coming next week and I believe that this thing's just going to disappear and I won't hear otherwise. Um, uh, Josh Johnson's here. Let's go around the horn. Though. Let's check in with everybody. We already uh, learned a little bit about Garen's uh, flight to um, uh, Michigan. But Garen, I do have one more question about that, uh, about your flight. Did the um, flight attendants all wear like face shields or what was the PPE all about? They had masks. I did not see any face shields. Okay. So it was just, uh, a, you know. And what did you wear? Did you just wear a mask on the plane? I wore uh, my, our pink Never Not Funny mask. That a boy. Ugly, showing that off. Did anybody ask about it? No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's I'm waiting for it. Drain. Oh, yeah. It, uh, what does that mean? And then you got a muffle and you're because nobody can understand you because you're wearing a mask. Right. Um, what, uh, Garen, uh, did, so I guess, did you did you feel safe on the flight is what I, I guess what I'm. Yeah, I think on the flight, it was. Actually, when I first got to the airport, the Delta line was jam-packed. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, like every turn thing was full. And then I happened to to glance to my right, and I saw that sky priority sign. And I lit up. I'm like, oh, yes. And I went over there. There was one person. They took my stuff. I was on the plane in, like, minutes. Yeah. It's wonderful. But then they had this little, some weird shuttle that I had to get on to go from, to get to the Delta terminal which was i've never done before that was pretty packed i don't like the idea of that during covid times i I don't like it when it's non-covid times but during covid i don't want to get on that weird shuttle where you're ass to face there was a the guy driving it was like there's more than 18 people on this and then there's this guy next to me had a little back tattoo and it's like upper neck and i'm like oh boy he's like just go let's go let's go i'm like oh god but the guy just turned around drove and it was like five minutes yeah along that runway which was it's a long drive man my spine never feels worse than when i'm on that shuttle for that five minutes like you're trying to just your whole body muscle is trying to stay stationary so you don't fall down and so it's uh it's the worst josh have you flown at all during the since march uh no i haven't flown but i i can identify with you on the shuttle thing the shuttle especially now feels like the lowest stakes version of the movie speed it's like it's like you could die you could die you could end up getting coughed on here take that with you and then later die but also wow you couldn't move a little faster to say that we're all trying to get out of here as soon as possible like like i i took an uber actually though and in the Uber, this was only because I've the little bit of mustache that I have sometimes get gets like pushed up my own nose when I'm put my mask on, and so I'm in the Uber with my mask on, and I just have the slightest. It's not a cough, like I'm not sick. It's not a cough. It's just I got mustache hair in me, <laughs> and so I you know quickly coughed it out, and the tone in the Uber changed so quickly, <laughs> like. He drove faster. He just looked straight ahead. He didn't right. want to talk anymore. It was like, maybe that's what we should have been doing all along. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm with you. Uh, safety. For, where, were you, where, where were you going that was so important, Josh, that you had to get on that? Uh, are you guys writing from home for the Daily Show? 
Yeah, we're riding from home. I, I was taking the Uber to get to a rooftop show, which is the only way you can do stand up in New York right now. And how are those rooftop shows going? How many people can show up to those? And is uh, do, you, do you feel safe doing them? I feel safe doing them because it is depending on the size of the rooftop depends on the amount of people they let in. So I've done some smaller ones where they're like, hey, only 30 people can come because you also have to be courteous to the people who you share in the building with that too many people aren't running up and down the building all night. But at this one particular spot, it the rooftop is huge because the whole place is like um it's like the size of a warehouse. So their roof is really, really big. And so they haven't put a cap on that one because enough people haven't shown up to make it, you right. know, dangerous or make people worry. And they, they space the chairs out really well. And the sound system is really good so that you're able, the people in the back are able to hear you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that one spot is probably the most perfect one that, that I've seen since all of these rooftop and backdoor patio shows have started. Some of the backyard shows have been okay. Um, a couple have been really good, but overall it's, it's very weird because when you go back to before all of this outdoor shows were the bare minimum to begin with, that was like the lowest, like they, they, almost don't suck you know like <laughs> yes like i've done amphitheater shows that were amazing but then that same that same crowd but in a different setting without the cove of the amphitheater sucks it's horrible yeah. you know so it is a little weird to be doing shows right now but i feel like to continue to do it and stay in it i'll have a better special next year uh i can continue to work and write and stay sharp i think that there's there's definitely i i understand every reason a person would not be doing stand-up right now if they don't feel safe or they don't feel like they have much to say or something but i will say i think that a a few people that are still doing it right now are shaking off rust that's gonna still be on some people who are coming back february of next year you know I do know. So, uh, Jimmy Pardo fans, get ready to get hit in the face with that rust come February and March of next year. Uh, get ready for the Tin Man to squeak his way to the stage and uh, and uh, creak out the old actoroo. Hey, I just saw Free Solo. Did you guys see that movie? Yes, three years ago before you stopped doing stand-up. Um, Young Josh Johnson's here uh, via New York, but I, I failed to uh, mention the uh, to get the trivia Oliver's weekly trivia question. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Matt, let's uh, let's hit the tune on that. Yep. Let's play trivia, trivia. I wanna play trivia. Let's battle some trivia. Let me hear the question, please. All right, there we go. I, I, Matt, who provided that song? Uh, just the name is just Fen. That's all it says, Fen. Like F E N? Yeah. Like Fen Fen. Like the, uh, like the, uh, the, uh, just half of Fen Fen. <laughs> What's the word I'm looking for? It's, uh, it's not boycotted. What is it? It's illegal. The band, uh, uh, prohibited? Prohibited. The band. Those are the words I'm looking for. What did I, what, I, I wanted to say boycott. Uh, nobody's boycotting uh, yeah. Fen It was, there's uh, a word you're thinking for, but I don't know what it taken is. Taken off the market. <laughs> was, yeah. Uh, it was uh, found to be not good for you. It was a diet pill that, uh, it was basically speed, I think, right? Uh, yes. And I know some people that took it. Also, some baseball players took it. And I believe they died because of it. I believe at least one baseball player died. Oh, wow. Fen, Fen. Oh, my God. Uh, recalled. Right. What? Recalled. recalled. It was recalled. Fen Fen was recalled. Recalled? That- <laughs> Jimmy, you having trouble with your Zoom? Re- you talking about the uh, throw lozenge? 
Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, nailed it. Got it. Uh, <laughs> thanks, guys. What if What if I was that with like a the, the, Yeah, yeah. You got it, boss. Yeah, Rico. That's what I said. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, all right. Here's your category. Uh, Josh, again, this is like Final Jeopardy. I'm going to give you the category. Uh, so bet. Uh, here's your category. You'll be going to bet anywhere between zero and 25. Uh, your category is tune-up. Tune spelled T-O-O-N. Oh. Tune-up. So I would imagine uh, this is, in fact, I could tell you, parenthetically, uh, cartoons. Cartoons is our topic this week. Okay. Uh, uh, young Oliver said, uh, Dad, it's not the greatest question in the world, but I hope it provides conversation. That's what he said. <laughs> So a cartoons tune-up is the uh, uh, category. All right, so Garen, we, uh, we're going around the horn. Let me read the question and get your answer. Give you a little time here to think about it. Starting as a short, starting as a short, what show was the very first original piece of animation created for Cartoon Network? Starting as a short, what show was the very first original piece of animation created for Cartoon Network? Hmm. I'm going to write down my answer. I've got an answer. Could be right. I could be also be wrong. Huh. Oh man, I feel like that's something I, uh, I, I should know, and I don't know it uh, at all. I feel that I feel the same way. Uh, I, I'm throwing a dart, um, yep. but oh I, my. Uh, mainly because I can only think about four animated shows. So uh, <laughs> I'm going with the one of the four that I'm aware of. Yeah, cartoons are for children. I don't care if you tell me they're for adults. That's an adult one. Nah, nah. I don't need to see yellow people walking around, man. I don't need to see. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I watch a movie. I think there, there's been there's been some innovations of if if in your entire uh, POV of animated series for adults is The Simpsons. Uh, I kind of feel like they all have a nobody's got a real human hue to them, do they? Right? Doesn't everybody have some sort of cartoony? I don't know skin that what? makes me want to not watch it. Wouldn't it be creepy if they were really realistically skin like if the skin colors were super real? Yeah, or if we were all yellow, that'd be even creepier, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, I've seen those rent. You know, people have done renders of like what the Simpsons would look like in in reality, and it's horrifying. Yeah. Uh, well, they are. They're not smart people, right? <laughs> Except for that uh, Gracie. What's the kid's name? I literally don't know any of them. Gracie. Maggie is there? Is there a Maggie? Well, the, that's the baby, right? Maggie's the baby. Yeah. Lisa? Is it Lisa? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Gracie's the production company, though, isn't it? Is it Gracie Films? Gracie Films. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're welcome. Maybe, I, you know, I know more about the back end than I do what's actually being produced, guys. I know about the production side of things when it comes to animation. Uh, all right. Well, Garen, you're a guy that uh, is a, uh, uh, by the way, I will tell you this, uh, based on watching Josh, uh, Josh's special, uh, the uh, the Netflix uh, lineup, uh, Oliver said, uh, hey, Dad, I think Josh has a, uh, the best chance of answering this one uh, because he's younger than all you guys. That's, oh, boy. Uh, what Oliver said, and then I grounded him because you can't talk to me. Like that. I can't. I can't. Well, he's going to be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we strive for in trivia. Um, all right. Well, Garen, give me your answer before I uh, before I move on. And and again, Garen, you look and sound better than you ever have oh, uh, you. there in Michigan. So again, I beg of you to please move there. <laughs> I, I ate almost an entire pizza last night, so I think I appreciate that. Local? Did you local? Did you go with a local place? Oh, I went with my favorite pizza place, Primo's Pizza, here in Novi, Michigan. Oh, I'm jealous of you. It's eating. so good. Oh. So it's it's called Primos, but it's just in Michigan. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because well, there's, I don't know, I don't know if there's, you know, how sometimes the names double up, but they'll right. both be local places. Like there's not, like there's a Speedy Romeo in Brooklyn, um, but there's this 
like Romeo's or something place in Chicago. And man, it was poison. Uh, <laughs> I, I was fresh into, I just moved to Chicago. I had no money, so I couldn't be choosy. And I was staying with friends, like sleeping on their couch and paying them like a third of the rent or just, just something to like earn my keep while I stayed and stuff. And I remember they put out flyers all over the neighborhood. And so we ordered that pizza cause it was like, five dollars for a large with an unlimited coupon so we got three large pizzas for fifteen dollars and we were sick as dogs the next day and then i that's how i knew i was poor because (laughs) we all were like it was the pizza right it had to be we're all sick that we all ate it and i was like i'm gonna eat a little bit more and then i'm gonna throw it away like (laughs) i can't afford to skip a meal i'd rather just be sick than (laughs) be hungry yeah there's got to be some nutrients in there, even if it's uh, yeah. <laughs> even if it's bad for you. Reach yeah. out of them. Give Romeo system a workout. Uh, and and again, the, the plug there is for Romeo's Pizza in Chicago. If you're in the area, uh, Josh Johnson's probably got his headshot on the wall signed. Uh, two Romeos. Thanks for the pie. I Josh do, Johnson. I do feel like it's only the worst pizza in any city that does the aggressive flyering where it's yes, like every, I agree with like that. Every yeah. windshield on a block has it. And it's always like total garbage. It's like, why don't you spend, stop spending money on the flyer and invest in cheese that isn't rancid. How about that? hundred percent agree. Cause I know locally, uh, when we ever get, you know, it's like, Oh, there's a new pizza place. And I I fall for it. Let's give it a try. And then, yeah, it sucks. It sucks. What it's horrible. Yeah. So I'm with you. Uh, all right. So Garen, do you have a guess there on this? Uh, the, uh, the question, do you want the, uh, the question again, uh, starting as a short, what show is the very first original piece of animation created for cartoon network? I have an answer. I don't know how confident I am with it. Uh, all right, but I'm going to go with Johnny Bravo, Johnny. Ooh. Bravo. Hmm. All right. Nice oh, call. And again, we're playing for $5 uh, courtesy of the, uh, Jeremy Herbal trivia T10. Uh, so uh, Johnny Bravo is there. And uh, again, you, we could all have the same answer. And then it comes down to points. So don't feel yeah. you have to change your answer just because you heard Garen say Johnny Bravo. Um, well, great. That's well, Garen, enjoy your vacation there, whatever you're doing in Michigan. Uh, dare I say you seem happier and more relaxed than I've seen you. <laughs> That's really pushing this. Well, I, you, can't, you can't disagree with me, can you, Matt? No, he seems very at home and comfortable in a way that I haven't seen in years. I, oh, I, I Sincerely, I know we're, I was doing this a bit earlier, but Garen, you truly do seem... Happier, more relaxed there in Michigan than you ever did here. Uh, so again, I would send for your things. If I would. <laughs> I would. Or just leave them. I'm They're like, really not worth anything. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. I'm actually really afraid of what Garen was like before today. The way, that, the way that you are piling on him about how good he is now makes me wonder if he was at the brink of death before. Like the way that... It wasn't good. It's like when someone's like, hey, wow, did you... You look really great. Did you lose weight or something? Like, oh, yeah, I've been working out. It's like, but you look, wow. <laughs> mm. right. Now, wow. You, are you, because now it makes me wonder if you ever looked like you. Now I'm seeing you now. This is crazy. And then you're just sitting there like, I, I did six push-ups. Like, it's not that different. Right. In this case, though, Josh, it's very different. He is a, his nickname is the Sad Sack. Uh, I don't know if he knows that's his nickname, um, but uh, yeah, he's uh, uh, 
uh, follow him on Twitter. You'll see what he's like. Um, <laughs> I would actually love if he if he had like if he makes a motion between the rest of this call and we actually see his knuckles and they're just covered in blood and he joins the fight club. <laughs> <laughs> That's the change you're all noticing. It's like he finally punched someone right in the face. <laughs> Uh, and of course, as a reminder, Garen, if you did join Fight Club, please, please do not speak about it. Please, uh, you know, I, I beg do. of you, don't bring it up. Yep. Uh, all right, let me t- let's check in with the, the Bionic Boar. He's over there in Palms, California, behind Hello. Video Village. That's Elliot Hoberg. Elliot, you gave your, it looks like you gave yourself a little haircut. I did. I was. Uh, it's one of those things where, um, you know, you get that awkward little spot uh, when your hair is growing. Mine was uh, early awkward, early awkward this time. Normally, I get uh, I get a good month, month and a half of. Uh, you know, I can flatten it out or whatever. This mm-hmm. was Cowlick City. <laughs> I thought it looked good, by the way. It was fine, but then uh, here's the thing. Between the last day you had seen me and mm-hmm. when I had the haircut, and you saw my haircut on Sunday, yeah. everything was going in every single direction. I see. In a way that has never happened it, it, as a child, as a grown man, in between, has never happened before. And Did I was you, like... I'm sorry. I was just like, I could, I could put stuff in my hair or, hey... I could just cut it again. Yeah. Uh, and you did it yourself. You didn't yep. uh, go to Clippers. one of those outdoor salons? No. Uh, although, uh, as I mentioned, that, that there's the one barbershop near, uh, near my house, and they're still, they're still doing the outdoor. Although, Los Angeles now, uh, you can, you, you can uh, be opened up if, with proper, proper precautions. You're going to do that. I'm not going to do that. But I will say this. Um, so I just learned, maybe everybody knows this and I didn't, uh, I, have a, I have one of those Conair Clippers. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't cutting as well. And then I looked, and this is disgusting, uh, between the blade and the like little the little protector, uh, that was just filled with tiny hairs. Yeah. From like that little brush in there. No, no, no. I, I yeah. unscrewed it. Yeah, take it apart. Oh, you did that? Yeah. Yep. I had to do and, that and, too when I cut my hair. It was like, I started and I was like, why isn't this cutting anything i was yeah. like do i need to sharp Do i need to take it to a place to get them sharpened I had the same thought and then i was like let me just open this up i was like this is <laughs> horrifying how much stuff was in there but it, it is your so- it is your hair though so it's uh, you yeah. can't get that creeped out by it yeah. just, right. uh, it's coming from your body you know but uh, i'm embarrassed for myself that i that i wasn't enough of a grown person to even know <laughs> that that was something that i should have been doing uh, that, well, I, I, it was it was in there not, so you're much. You're not a thought, barber. You, you live and yeah. learn. I, I appreciate you're trying to make excuses for my lack of uh, clipper hygiene. But hey, um, take the fact that I'm not shitting on you as a as a win today. Somehow you're disappointed that I'm not kicking you the balls. <laughs> if, it, if it's any consolation to um, when I was going on my first job interview for the for a job that I got in chicago mm-hmm. my hair was like pretty unruly like i let it i let it grow out but not to the point where it looked like an afro it just looked like a like a shield i don't know it, it just <laughs> didn't it didn't look great at all okay. and so i wanted to shave my head so that way it would i couldn't afford a haircut but it would at least be trim and look you know look nice and my roommate at the time all he had because he had this long flowing blonde hair so all he had to helped me cut my hair was like his beard trimmers and oh, no. these bent beard trimmers were not only just like beard trimmers they were the weakest i feel like they were beard trimmers for people with cancer like like <laughs> they, there was no way that 
this was meant to actually cut any hair off of any part of your head because the amount of fighting I had to do, I basically had to like stab myself in the head just to start. And then I had this strip that was gone and the thing like conked out. Like, oh no. Like it, like it just started choking. And so then I had to clean it and, and get another strip, clean it, get another strip. I had to do this for like an hour and a half. And I had no idea how many spots I had missed. I looked like a leopard in the back of my head. <laughs> oh, no. And then I showed up for this job interview trying to give some semblance I could be professional. And I mean, luckily she didn't see me from behind, I guess, because right. <laughs> I got the you, job, but still okay, uh, back out of the office. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Walk back. What, uh, what job was that, uh, Josh? It was at Aldi, the grocery, grocery store. store. Aldi. Yeah. yeah. And man, it was it was it was so weird because I was yeah, I was so happy to just have a job to just get something because I had been in Chicago for, I think, like three or four weeks at that point. So I was really scared. I was going to not even be able to help pay the rent enough mm. to like, cause I just didn't want to be like a freeloader or anything. And right. so I was scared I'd have to move back to Louisiana. So I was very happy to get the job and very happy to actually buy clippers for my hair. <laughs> <laughs> How did you meet these roommates? Uh, this, uh, this Thor sounding fella. How did, uh, was he a comic as well that you met out doing comedy or uh, how did you find these guys? No, he's actually an actor. I moved to Chicago at the same time, nearly as some of my college friends. Oh, okay. So they were already planning to live together and had actually had someone drop out. So they were all three of them going to live together and then one person dropped out, but then they didn't drop out in time enough for them to not just get a two bedroom. So even by the time I was like, Hey guys, I'm in, they were like, Oh, the place we found is, you know, it's two bedrooms and you're, you're going to have to sleep on the couch, which I was very grateful for because I was, you know, used to sleeping wherever I didn't really care. And, um, yeah, we lived together for like, I think the first three months that I lived there. And you mm. were on the, good for you, young man, right? You're trying to make it in comedy. You sleep wherever you want, Louisiana style, I call that. Yeah, um, I mean, <laughs> I slept on the floor when I moved to New York, so it was actually a downgrade. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but now you got a nice place, right? The Daily Show money's rolling in. Now you got a nice pad. Yeah, now now my girlfriend makes sure that I have a nice place. I don't I don't really contribute to the aesthetic <laughs> at all. Um, it's actually I feel like the only the only saving grace of my lifestyle now is that I have a girlfriend. I think if I think if it was just me, I'd probably just I'd sleep on like an air mattress or something. I didn't care. Like <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to be going on and on because I know we have to do the trivia question. <laughs> but I actually Josh, did, so talk as long as you want to. <laughs> when so when I moved out from my friend's place in Chicago and moved out to my own studio, I only had money for an air mattress and I slept on the air mattress for far too long. Like, like I had actually saved up money now. I could afford a bed and I still didn't get one. Um, I had, a, I had the air mattress for way, way too long. And the thing that made me get a real bed was I was dating this, this woman and she had this weird episode where she was sure that I was cheating on her because my aunt called. So 
my aunt called me. She grabbed my phone and was like, who is this? I was like, it's my auntie. That's why the caller ID says auntie. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, no, no, I know that. I know that's a lie because nobody's auntie hits them up at 5 p.m. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, that's the <laughs> best time to hit people up. Everybody just got off work. In fact, I'll even, normally I wouldn't do this because I feel like if you don't trust someone, you shouldn't be with them. But it, it, in the moment, I was like, just answer it. It's my aunt. Right. And then she was like, no, because you probably trained her to act like your aunt in case I picked up. And I was like, when would I think to do that? Like, <laughs> right. we've been dating for like, two weeks so I, I don't know when I would have time to find a whole nother person and, th and this was I did make a mistake here because now we're in the heated argument and everything but I did say that if I could trade a woman to act like my aunt in case my girlfriend picked up I would just date her right. like, like, that sounds like a more fun person yeah. <laughs> and, so, and so then she just starts pacing around my studio and she's not talking to me now she's not talking to me at all she's just talking Walking to the ceiling and she's like okay he's gonna cheat on me all right all right cool cool he's gonna cheat on me and i'm like hey i'm still here like i don't know what you're <laughs> and then she goes to my kitchen which is like not a kitchen it's a kitchenette but she goes to my kitchen she grabs my only fork and she popped my air mattress. Oh no. <laughs> and so I am like, I'm, I'm on it. So I'm only making it worse. Like the air shooting out fast now. So I try to put my finger in to stop the air from coming out of the hole. And she just jumps around my bed, popping. New air, right. <laughs> oh and so now my body is like trying to cover. I've got like eight fingers and a toe in my bed to keep myself afloat. And then she gets on her hands and knees on the ground so she can get eye level with me and laugh in my face but there's like no joy in her laugh like her laugh was just like ha 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 and I was like that's that's insane like yes. this, is, this is the person I need in my life but that being said all of it did force me to get a real bit good <laughs> good uh, and that was she had this reaction based on what you said after two weeks she reacted this crazily after after two weeks and it was like I, w I was also like Better two weeks than two years, though. Yes. You know? mm -hmm. Like, I'm a pretty easygoing guy, so I feel like I could actually screw up and be, you know, in a long-term relationship with a bad person <laughs> and just not really react to it. So it, the fact that you attacked my bed, you know, <laughs> like, luckily it wasn't like a water bed. She would have fled my apartment. Right. <laughs> That was, uh, I'd like to think, by the way, that after she uh, punctured it, that you still slept on it, just all flat on the floor. You still just <laughs> no, used I that in. Oh, jeez, all right. bed, yeah. <laughs> so you're just, you're just laying down on rubber at that point. Better than I'm nothing. just laying or vinyl. on rubber, which gets, which gets ridiculously hot right? when it's uh -huh. not inflated. So now I'm sweating. It was, it was a terrible time. But, you know, I got, I got a real mattress out of it. So I guess... I guess all is well. You should thank her. Next time you walk, her, see her on the street, you thank her uh, instead of looking the other way. That's yeah, instead of running in the other direction, <laughs> yeah. I should run away and say thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Gonna go. Good night of sleep. Uh, Josh Johnson's here. You know what? Let's take a break. Uh, we'll come back. We'll get uh, we'll check back in with Elliot. We'll get his answer. We'll get Matt's answers. We'll get Josh's answer. Uh, we'll get my answer. Then we'll get the official answer. A lot of answering is going to be uh, a lot of questions will be answered. We come back right after this. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Josh Johnson's on Twitter, at Josh Johnson. 
exactly where you would expect to find him. Um, but it gets a little more interesting if you go to Instagram. It's uh, Josh Johnson Comedy on Instagram and Josh J Comedy on Facebook. Very hard to lock down those consistent uh, handles across different things when your name is Josh Johnson, I guess. So please check him out, though. He's a super funny comedian. Um, you can watch uh, one of his sets on Netflix. There's also a good amount of uh, Comedy Central content of his on youtube if you want to watch him there and uh, he'll have a full netflix special coming out next year so uh, keep your eyes on josh johnson you're going to see him a lot i believe uh let's see jimmy pardo is at jimmy pardo on twitter and uh he also has uh, a show coming up at flappers or the virtual flappers which is at flapperscomedy.com that is september 18th Please go to flapperscomedy.com if you want to obtain a ticket to that and you can uh, get in the Zoom room with him, maybe ask him a question, request a bit, hear some stories. It'll be fun. You're going to love it. Enjoy that. And then also, um, he wanted me to remind you that he has a deal on his website, jimmypardo.com. If you want to get his two uh, Jimmy's Records and Tapes enamel pins, you buy both pins and you get a free tour poster. That's right. There was a 2020 tour poster printed up for uh, Jimmy's uh, ill-fated, not-happening, COVID-canceled 2020 tour. So check that out at jimmypardo.com. Also, we should remind you that we're... uh, Almost, I guess we're about a month away, yeah, from uh, from Partcastathon 2020, the mini virtual version of that. It will be streaming live at NeverNotFunny.com and Partcastathon.com. Uh, six hours, noon to 6 p.m. Pacific time. We will have some auctions. We will be uh, raising money for Smile Train, of course. Uh, all the, you know, we, well, it's condensed, but we'll still have a lot of great guests in those six hours and uh, a lot of fun to be had. So please join us on October 10th. If I didn't say it's October 10th, noon to six, uh, right there on our website. So enjoy that. Oh, one more thing I forgot to mention. Uh, we have shipped the vast majority of, uh, shirts and uh, pins and stuff to platinum plus and platinum primo subscribers. Uh, so if you have not received yours yet, there are, there's, there are still people who have not received them. We are aware of that. And, uh, I think for us, the best way to deal with those people is we have created a survey that you can find a link to on uh, the the website there. Uh, Please just uh, follow the survey. Uh, It'll only take you a couple of minutes to fill it out, and that will allow us to ship you your stuff. Um, And so, again, if you're a Platinum Plus or a Platinum Primo, that's Tier 2, Tier 3 subscriber, uh, and you have not received... Oh, and Tier 3 also gets the calendar. So if you've not received your calendar or the T-shirt, pin, sticker, pack, um, or if you uh, haven't done a phone call with Jimmy yet uh, or you want to just call into one of our live stream shows Uh, all that stuff is covered in the survey just go to nevernotfunny.com click the platinum link and then click perks and you will see on the perks tab of the platinum page you will see a link to fill out the survey thanks so much enjoy i'm going to pronounce this properly earn in earn in E-A-R-N-I-N is pronounced Ernin. I don't know how else you would pronounce it, but they really want it clear that that's how to pronounce it. Yeah, I guess maybe some people might get a little confused because two words that are usually separated by a space are actually squished together into one word. All right, so let's let's go with your premise. Mm -hmm. You got the two words. You got earn and in. How would you say those separately? Earnin. That's together. I asked for you to do it separately. Oh, separately. Earn in. Er, earn in. All right, now do it together. You're in. Yeah, see? You're... <laughs> uh, all right, so maybe they're right. Uh, earn in is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to 100 bucks a day, up to 750 bucks per pay period. 
look, again, we, we've talked about it before. Maybe you got a last-minute gift for a loved one. you got upcoming rent. Uh, and, uh-oh, paychecks run out with the other bills. That's where Earnin jumps in and helps you out. Uh, you can download Earnin today. Uh, let me spell that for you. We've had fun pronouncing it. <laughs> now let's spell it. Let me spell it for you. E-A-R-N-I-N, and that is in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, I'm asking you to do this for us. Type Never Not Funny under podcast when you sign up. That'll let them know that we sent you there. It helps us out. Never Not Funny under podcast over there at Earnin. It is subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Once again, Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. Up, get up to $100 a day, up to $750 bucks per pay period. Earnin. Get your money now. I'm going to tell you guys something, dear listener. When I started podcasting, you guys remember back in the days when tumbleweeds were across the podcasting desert? Uh, an online store was the furthest thing from my mind. Now I'm selling. What do I, we got? What, we got a hat, shirts. We got a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's easy. All because we use Shopify. Yeah, we're setting up Shopify for the uh, the perks in this uh, this new year for our, our platinum subscribers. And uh, boy, I really enjoy their website. It's super easy to set a, set up an account and uh, get going with them. So kudos to them for making it easy. Well, if Matt Belknap could do it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. That's what he just basically told us. That's and I. I uh, just uh, recapped it. I've spoken before. Yeah. I've spoken before about Shopify. Now, Shopify uh, is uh, it's just terrific. You could be selling scented soaps, which we may, we're talking about getting into the scented soap business. I would love a soap bar with the Never Enough Any logo on it, Dude, honestly. Dude, why isn't that a thing? <laughs> um, or maybe you're offering outdoor outfits. Dude, why is that a thing? <laughs> well, if it's if it's warm out, the t-shirt could be an outdoor outfit. You know what? You're right about that. Uh, but maybe we get into the jacket business. We have had hats, too. I We've had say. hats. That's true. Uh, look, you don't have to just sell your stuff anymore. With Shopify Collective, you can curate products to sell from the brands you love, giving customers more variety and business more sales. Uh, now, listen, Shopify is easy peasy, as Matt Belknap said. Uh, let me walk you through what I want you to do. You can sign up right now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash pardo. Uh, you do that right now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Shopify.com slash pardo. Shopify. Cha-ching. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Episode uh, 2703. Josh Johnson is here. Josh is a writer for The uh, Daily Show. Uh, very funny stand-up comic. He's got a couple of uh, things up. Comedy Central clips on uh, line as well as the uh, the Netflix uh, comedy lineup. Uh, so check that stuff out. New special. He's going to shoot that in April. Uh, probably got a lot about COVID down there. Going to be a lot of COVID <laughs> material. Uh, when people will be sick about hearing about COVID, all the comics are going to talk about COVID. That's going to be the thing. <laughs> hey, going to be out in the world. Remember COVID? Yeah, it was two weeks ago. Uh, but let's go around the horn. The question as a reminder uh, was um, uh, the uh, category was Tune Up, T-O-O-N. Uh, starting as a short, what show is the very first original piece of animation created for Cartoon Network? Uh, we got Garen's answer of Johnny Bravo. Uh, Elliot, you're there in Palms, California. Yeah. Uh, you got an answer on this or anything else that we need to know about before we uh, uh, move I, on? I've got nothing, nothing pressing uh, otherwise. I do have an answer. I have two answers. I'm trying to pick between them. I, I've got my selection. I will say I very much like Garen's answer. And there's a, there's a, number, of, there's a number of cartoons that kind of uh, revolve around that, that sort of time period. But I'm going in a different direction. I'm going to say Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy. Now, those are those two popular characters. Uh, one of them's got a catchphrase of some sort uh, that I can never remember. What is it? You, you bloated idiot. 
That's That's it. one of them. You idiot. Right? That's yeah. uh, mm-hmm. uh, who says that? Is that Ren or Stimpy? I believe that's a uh, Ren. Ren. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a it's a riff off of uh, what's his name, that actor from uh, like not Casablanca, but the like Maltese Falcon. Yeah. Uh, Peter Laurie. Peter Laurie. I think, I think right. Ren is Ren is modeled after Peter Laurie. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was uh, modeled after Kylo Ren. <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars reference, guys. Old man doesn't know timeline. <laughs> um, uh, well, that's a great guess. Uh, yeah, Elliot, we'll find out if that is a uh, winning guess uh, when we get uh, further on with the game. And mm-hmm. uh, otherwise, everything's okay there in uh, Palms, California. Yeah, I mean, if you want to hear another thing, I I, I do have something. What do you uh, got, uh, Josh? Do you give a shit about Elliot's life? You want to hear something? <laughs> I mean, I'm very interested in anything that's happening in California right now. Uh, it's very hot. We can tell you it's very well, although cool down today. I think it's only about 86 degrees outside uh, today. And Did you also, see the orange moon? Uh, the blood moon? Yeah. I mean, I, I've seen I've seen blood moons be redder than that. This was okay. orange to me. And? And I, I don't know. It just creeped me out. And, it, and now the, nowadays, anything orange is creeping me out. So <laughs> uh, because of our president, is that what you're yes, getting at? Yes, sir. Uh, There's also fires happening over in uh, Ukaipa or something. Yeah, yeah, that might have been part of it. If you look out, if you if you have a high enough apartment, you could look out, or a, you know, a, you know, office building, you could look out and see the fires. That's how close they are. And oh wow, uh, uh, somebody, one of my friends, posted on Facebook a photo of the moon in the background with the fire in front of it, and it looked as if the moon was being was the fire was reflecting on the moon. That's Whoa. what that's that's what it looked like in this yeah. particular photo. Uh, it's a beautiful photo. I could, I, you know, no filter. Hashtag no filter. Um, <laughs> what, uh, Josh? Would it kill you to laugh at one fucking thing? I, I swear I, to God. I, no, no, it's it's not you. Gee, at gee, all. It sounds like it's me, Josh. By no, cast. I was, I was now I feel like these guys are just sycophantic idiots. They giggle at everything I say when I look at them <laughs> star- staring at me like, "What an idiot! Why did I agree to this?" You no, know? no, it's it's not that at all. It's just I was thinking about the that moon. And I got lost in the thought because right. I don't know. I'm not. I'm. I. I like to think I'm a pretty modern person. But if I saw a blood moon, I think I would be out. Like I don't. <laughs> I, I don't like witchcraft. Uh, I don't roll with any any anything that you would see in like Van Helsing. I'm not down for. And that is one of the last things that happens in the natural world that you would normally see in like a sci-fi movie or mm-hmm. something with dragons. Right. But you grew up in Louisiana, so you were surrounded by voodoo all the time. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't like it. I mean, why do you think? (laughs) You got out. Yeah, I moved. You know, I, oh, sometimes being, you know, I didn't grow up in New Orleans, but yeah, sometimes being in New Orleans, I was just like, this is, this, why do we have to visit all the graves? You know, it's like, and drunk. It's like, that can't right? be good. No wonder New Orleans is so haunted. It's like, you, all you have is drunk people stepping on your grave. I feel like I'd say something too, you know? <laughs> you know. Is your, uh, is your family still there, Josh? Actually, a little bit. Yeah, like I have parts of family that are still in Louisiana, but we're pretty spread out overall. You know, right. it's, what about it's, this uh, auntie of yours? This, where does she live? This supposed auntie this you talk about. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah this yeah. aunt that you claim to have that calls you during dinner hour. My my so-called aunt lives in Georgia. Uh, and, you know, I I like going to Georgia. I just I feel like there's something about Louisiana for me. Maybe it's because I grew up there that I'm just real stale on it now. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's not too much about it that interests me and the stuff that 
like people, anytime I tell people I'm from Louisiana, they want me to be from New Orleans. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. That is a better part, but that's not <laughs> where I'm from. <laughs> it's, a, it's so it like, you know, I've even said in my standup that it's like people only equate Louisiana with New Orleans, which you're right. That's the best part. But there's a whole state around it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, so it's like if you had the most beautiful blue eye, but your whole face was messed up. That's what it feels like. <laughs> gotcha. Being from Louisiana sometimes, because it's like you. Then you tell people, it's like, where are you from? Oh, Thibodeau. It's like, oh, um, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know where that is. It's right. Like, All right. But like, I don't know why you're asking. Like, you're gonna like anytime people ask me where I'm from, like they know all the parts of Louisiana. Mm. I'm always like, you're gonna be disappointed. I would. I love the the. the, the is it? Are, are you from Thibodeau? No, I'm from Alexandria. Oh Jesus Christ! Don't, don't throw a cool name at me like Thibodeau, and then uh, I feel like I got punked. No, no. It's just it. It's just an example. It's like no one knows where Thibodeau is. So then you tell I them don't. Thibodeau, and they're like. Ah, oh, okay. Well, you could be making that up. I have no idea. It does sound like a made-up. Oh, I'm from Thibodeau. Yeah, it sounds that. like what someone would say when they got caught in a lie. They would just say like a French name, right? <laughs> like, what part of Louisiana are you from? Uh Carbion Blanc. Um, <laughs> Carbion Blanc. Yeah. Um, court. court Cordon Blue, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm from I'm from the um, Blue Chicken. Uh, I mean the Red Stick. Sorry, sorry, Red Stick is where I'm from. Baton Rouge. Oh, Baton Rouge. Call Baton Rouge, Garen. You love that song. Oh yeah. What was uh, Josh? What was the closest city to Alexandria when you were a kid? It's a good follow up. What's funny is Alexandria was the city. Oh, that's the city. Okay. <laughs> so he just got you. I, I only know uh, I, I know Baton Rouge and I know New Orleans. What, what was it closer to of those? What about Shreveport? Oh, oh I don't. So I, yeah, that's I was coast, like, right? I went to college in Shreveport. I was two hours from Shreveport. I think I was like three and a half to four from New Orleans, and I think I was like three from Baton Rouge because okay. Alexandria is the center of the state. Got it. So you're perfectly dispositioned from anything cool. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that Thibodeau that you speak uh, so highly of? Where, uh, how far away were you from that? Mm, I, that's a good question. I didn't go to Thibodeau a lot, and when I did, I got out fast. It's out. not <laughs> It's not the best part of it's. It's the part of Louisiana that people make movies about now. You I know? Gotcha. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I feel like that was only like 45 minutes from Alexandria proper or something, but I could oh, be wrong. I'd like it. Boy, if I ever visit Louisiana, I'm going to Thibodeau just so I could say I was there and use that sitting in a sentence yeah um, yeah they'll they'll give you some good food but it will slow you down uh, <laughs> you, you will not be right for a very long time you're gonna have to expel some demons <laughs> that are all covered in butter <laughs> josh johnson's here taking time away from bad mouth in his local uh, cities um <laughs> Uh, let's say uh, so Elliot uh, oh you were gonna tell us something uh, just a small thing so uh, so last night I get a uh, I get a text at, at like midnight holy shit what aunt was texting you <laughs> <laughs> um, no so so one of my tenants I, Josh you won't know this but I am the manager of a building um, one of my tenants uh, texts me and says his his girlfriend uh, is on her way back uh, can I let her into the unit she doesn't have keys mm-hmm. and I'm like it's midnight but sure um i actually texted texted him essentially that um so i go and i go to let her in and she, she was just drunk oh boy she was just drunk and here's the thing it's like 
that's a thing on any day, but in my head, the things I thought of were, so she's drunk, it's midnight, it's Labor Day weekend, I'm going to get COVID from this person. That's that is how my brain went. That's that's the that's the. You the thought order she was at operations. some function with a lot of people. Hang on, Josh has to apparently uh, do, do some uh, crazy uh, uh, act out. What's happening, Josh? Is everything okay, Josh? Is everything okay? He doesn't have his headphones on. Oh. Good Lord, Josh, what happened? We, we, we panicked. My, uh, my laptop was about to die. So. Oh, oh, no. Oh, get, get power. Quickly, yeah. Oh. All right. No, that is... Oh, man. It, it's one thing to get COVID from somebody you love, but from <laughs> right. somebody you don't even like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I care about my tenants as, as I care about any person, but I do not, I do not need, uh, you know drunk covid labor day party so wait, where uh, was the guy, where was the guy i don't understand that's good so so these folks i mean they're you know in their early 30s um i'm guessing she she didn't seem upset my first gut reaction was oh they had a fight and she's like i'm gonna go home and so i figured that's what was going on she was actually very pleasant she didn't seem upset uh he didn't seem upset in the texts uh, he was just trying to be a good boyfriend. I did ask her why he didn't give her his keys, and she was like, you know, I guess we just didn't think of that. Hmm. <laughs> you okay. know, the only thing you should have thought of. Really? So yeah. hassling you was top of the mind. <laughs> that was above, that, hey, just give me your above, keys. Above, I got keys, yeah. here here they go. Well, I think she left, and then he's like, oh, yeah. she's not, And in her head, by the way, she was like, oh, she, and she was very nice. She's just like, you're so nice to do this. I was just going to sit out here. <laughs> Oh, I think so, that, that also, to me, it goes keys, just sit out there and then bother the manager. Then. 100%. I would never yes. bother the manager at midnight. Yeah, it's, it's so now. weird. I mean, I, this is the th I'm, I'm not like a, a judgy person or anything, but the only thing I don't like about some drunk people oh. is that they claim that when they're drunk, they're the same. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, you're not, though. I right. feel, like take it from someone who is seeing you drunk and sober sober you're not the same mm -hmm. and yeah. if you were i wouldn't hang out with you if you were the same <laughs> drunk as you were sober you would be someone who has no balance <laughs> and throws up and forgets while speaking gibberish it's like you'd be a baby you'd be like a six month old and i don't have any toddler friends right. you know <laughs> it's it's so the 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 amount of like the logic that goes through drug people's heads sometimes where it's like they either it's it's so frustrating because when you need to move them you can't <laughs> like when you like when we need to go to another bar because this bar is closing we can go to another bar that closed at four but this one closes at two so we need to leave right you cannot get them they will agree they'll be like oh yeah we should go and then just sit there drunk. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And then when you need them to be still, they have a mission. <laughs> Anytime you need a drunk person, just stay put. They're like, no, but we have to find her. Who's her? <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? If you can't give me a name, I'm not going to help you. Right? You just have to find her. It's, 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 it's exhausting. I mean, you're, you're, I, I don't think I would have been upset, especially if the person was like perfectly pleasant and polite and stuff. But I think you are better than me. And, your level of annoyance seems much lower than I think mine would have been. Yeah. I've been like, then sit out here. Then just... <laughs> Why are we talking right now? If you were about to, <laughs> it's like that time Popeye's ran out of chicken. It's like, why'd you open? 
<laughs> just to just to have people drive up and be upset. Is that is that your job today? Yeah, chickens chickens right there in the name. Yeah. yeah. It's it no one came for the biscuits, you know? <laughs> Has anybody had that chicken sandwich that people went bananas for? No. I still have not yeah. had one of those. You had yeah. it, Josh? Yeah. Was, it, was it worth I the... I had uh... it, and it was not worth getting stabbed over. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a chicken sandwich. That's like, it, right? When I, when I had it, and don't get me wrong, I watched a lot of the videos, and some of them were very entertaining, but it was not worth all that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was fine. Do. It was fine. Like, I, oh, I you had, had it too, Matt? Yeah, Elise brought it home. Uh, one this. time so I, I didn't have it I admit it wasn't a fair test because I had it like it wasn't warm cold chicken sandwich I mean that, I don't warm. mind a cold chicken sandwich but I assume they want me to taste it when it's you know fresh or whatever so I, I didn't give it a fair shot maybe but it's just a it's just a spicy version of their chicken sandwich it's a spicy chicken sandwich yeah, it was fine. It was. Anybody like that character? I didn't care for him. <laughs> well, like, sorry. He had a tough time getting every word out. He had a, uh, he's not. Uh, he's not sharp. That guy. Yeah. It's uh, just I don't. I can't believe that it caused the torrent that it caused. Right. It's like in a place. It'll like <laughs> in a place where there is other food. Yes. Right. Yeah, I mean, you could go somewhere it, else. <laughs> how is it that we went more savage for a chicken sandwich? That from a place that's next to a McDonald's <laughs> than I've ever seen anyone go who's actually starving. Agreed. Yeah. People yeah. who are starving are actually very polite. They're like, hey, can you please <laughs> lend me some money to get yeah. some food? But people with that hot new chicken sandwich out, you would think that they had never eaten before. <laughs> right. Yeah, it, it was it was unusual for a fast food chain to have that kind of passion around yeah. it because you know people get a little bit excited about the mcrib but yeah. but mm-hmm. this was way beyond any mcrib it uh, was yes excitement and that's this, that maybe it's because that's <laughs> annual so people are like know it's going to be back right this story may not uh, i'm just warning you ahead of time this story may not be worth it and you may want to cut it and i'll totally understand if you do josh but, i will tell you in advance that is 15 years of us doing this show so don't panic all right. at all if this thing uh, shits the bed right. you'll be fine it, it, it it's it, it could be uncomfortable but right. there's a video that uh sometimes especially being you know like being a millennial and seeing the the movement across social media how things pop and stuff like that there are things that you wish would go viral that just don't but there was this video of a guy at a popeyes getting the new chicken sandwich right clearly in like a black neighborhood because everyone else but him was black and being like super racist right like just like yelling at people in their face and like yelling the n-word all the stuff like that and like there was one person that he was like get out of my way and like you know like yelling the n-word in their face like bucking at people like he was gonna hit them and then and a person was filming the whole thing with their phone (laughs) on their instagram story and then like there's like two stories of him doing it right so like a good 30 second period of him doing it and the next story is just in the parking lot he's folded up (laughs) someone has punched him in the face and then someone else has walked away with his bag and then you just hear somebody in the background like hey y'all don't have to take a sandwich though (laughs) (laughs) and i laughed so hard i cried that is a hey, nice hey, person hey, hey. i know i know he i know he's a monster but y'all y'all ain't gotta take a sandwich <laughs> right. he, did, he did wait in line <laughs> wow 
young Josh no. Johnson's with us, uh, but let's check in with uh, Elliot. Uh, we'll say about Elliot rather, and uh, head up to uh, Matt Belknap there on my screen. When I say up, he's uh, the square above Elliot. Yeah. I don't know how it works out when you watch this thing. Uh, Matt, uh, your weekend. How did you and the family stay cool during all this? Uh, I'm going to be honest, but I'm going to be vague uh, about it. Um, we uh, we were able to go to an undisclosed swimming pool. I, I'm just being vague because I don't want anyone else to know that this is available. But uh, <laughs> there is a public pool somewhere that uh, you can for $12. And I know that that either sounds to me, it was like, that's amazingly affordable uh, because of how hot it is and how much I need this. But other people might say that's a stupid amount of money for four. You get 40 minutes to yourself. Like one family gets one part of this public pool. They they basically section the pool off into three sections. And one you get your own little area. You get your own. And it's a nice size. I mean, like if this was a if the area we were in was the size, like probably bigger than a pool you would find in someone's backyard. So it's a good, good amount of space all to yourself for 40 minutes. And uh, we got to do that yesterday when it was 113. And I was like, uh, this is the greatest thing that's ever. It was amazing. Do you now? Is that $12 per person? No, $12 for the family. Wow. Wait, $12 for the family? Yeah. Who the fuck says that's too much money? I don't know. I'm just saying like for 40 minutes, it's like, I mean, even a a steal. That's a steal. steal. Splash around. Enjoy yourself. (laughs) You would hate to see what they're charging for movies. (laughs) (laughs) Especially movies that you have to download, not even a theater. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matt, so my question is, uh, wait, I had one. Uh, Oh, I don't remember what it was. Uh, Oh, oh, yes, I do. Do you have to make it? Obviously, you have to make a reservation to do that, right? Mm -hmm. How far in advance are they booking out? I'm already regretting telling this because I know that there are some people who live near where I live who listen to this show and they're going to figure it out. But basically, it wasn't hard. Like, Elise did it. She found out about it from someone else. And then the day that they go, that they're available, she just like went online and did it. And it was like, and then she got another one. Like, we got another reservation for today. So we're going to go. You're going today. You're going to the pool today. Yeah, we're going back today. Look at you guys. What are you, the fucking Rockefellers? <laughs> I feel like we got to take advantage while it's hot and while it's, it's available because I, I, any minute I feel like the whole world's going to find out about this yeah. place. Matt, also, I thought you had a uh, some kind of a pool situation that you could use. We have I, one of those thing. It's like a 10-foot diameter inflatable thing in our backyard, but this is like a real pool. So it's, right. it's, a, it's still, to me, it's like a... How do they section it off? How, how does that work? You know, those those like ropes for like when you see people swimming laps, the, the lanes are divided by those buoy. Oh, OK. So it's gotcha. like they've got those buoy ropes uh, just dividing it up. Yeah. And would you feel. Ruin, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Josh. Oh, no. Just would it ruin the experience if they roped it into quarters instead of thirds like do you think because as you as you're saying more people are going to find out about this it's like should they make people wait for like a week because they're in thirds or should they maybe good question it's a it's a i think if it were like it sounds weird to say this because i know i just described it as bigger than a than a backyard pool but if they divided it one more time it would ruin it yeah i think it would be (laughs) (laughs) it would be like this sucks i'm out of here like i I don't want to do this anymore like it it felt what what was nice about it was that it felt like like i didn't feel at all i didn't ever feel close to the other families you did not feel close Mm -hmm. at all they never felt very comfortable one time the all the other families had little kids and so there was one time when a little kid was right up at the rope and I was like, 
you back off I, just back off that rope kid <laughs> like do not be, <laughs> do not be near the rope but uh not that i didn't get i got near the rope too at some point but uh it's okay for me i'm an adult <laughs> i know do what you I'm have uh, is there a slide or a diving board in your area or is it just a no. splash around no there's a splash love it yeah. can i dive into it how deep is the water no it's not it's i not, must dive into water how deep, deep is it's it? not deep enough to dive into it's i'd just, like to dive just the same nice yeah. maybe a flat dive you're gonna get kicked out jimmy you cannot dive <laughs> i paid my 12 dollars, buddy nope, no they diving. can't kick me out sorry you can't even cannonball i don't think it's like i uh, like the cannonball I, I, I also like how it was twelve dollars for forty minutes, and your reaction was like it was forty dollars for twelve minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want to like. I, I don't know. I, I I feel like you're right. Like when it's hot, I do. I mean, it is a reasonable price, but forty minutes is not that price. long. You know what it's I mean? Th- it's three dollars a person. Or right? I guess Four I'm com- person. three dollars again. I don't want to say too much, but I, I will say that this this is the there's. I feel like you got. In, in normal circumstances, you got more area and more time for the same amount of money. So to mm-hmm. me, it was like, uh, yeah, I get what you mean. I mean, as someone who is not a great swimmer, you can tuck yourself out in 40 minutes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, like as someone who really risks here, here. drowning every time they get in the water, <laughs> I am exhausted after 30. So. Yeah. The idea of 40 is just 10 minutes of gravy. <laughs> I, 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 with Josh, to, to me, it's like anytime I've ever been to a pool, even when I was a kid, like a half an hour, great. Yeah. I'm done now. I will say 40 was the perfect amount of time. I didn't want to be there any longer when we got, but I, but I also, uh, at, you know, 20 or 30, I would have been like, uh, it would have been disappointed, but but forty felt like the right amount uh, because there wasn't really much you could do other than just float around. So oh, that's great. Right? Uh, Are you allowed to bring a pool a pool toy with you? I don't know the answer to that. I didn't do that, but uh, probably. I'd like to dive into the pool toy. <laughs> one, of those, one of those rings. I could try to uh, like a porpoise go through the ring. I mean, I guess at minute thirty nine, if you want to try diving, go ahead. You know what? I'm gonna, buddy. Yeah. There ain't nothing they can do about it. Right. Yeah. I'm diving. Yeah. Uh, all right, Matt, give me your answer, please. Uh, I'm going to be so disappointed. I wrote, I literally wrote down Ren and Stimpy. And then I was like, ah, was that actually Nickelodeon though? Ooh, oh, uh, it could be. Ooh, I, I, I couldn't could remember. Be, and, Elliot. Then, and then everything I was thinking of, I was like, I think that's Nickelodeon. The only thing I could think of that I was a hundred percent sure is Cartoon Network. Although maybe it isn't, maybe I'm wrong about this too, but I, I'm 99% sure that this is Cartoon Network was Powerpuff Girls, which I don't think was early on in their run. I think it was, it's very unlikely that that's right, but I, I well, know it's at least the right network. When Garen said Johnny Bravo, that was one of the sort of orbiting yeah. cartoons that yeah. I was thinking of. Johnny like Bravo Garen's still feels answer. like a solid answer, but I didn't pull that one. Up. And I think Matt's right about Ren and Snippy and Nickelodeon. It might be Nickelodeon. That it's is possible. Yeah. Going to hurt us. All right, Josh, give us your answer, young man. Uh, this is This is tough because... People expect me to get it right. <laughs> well, um, my my son you, does anyway. Did you watch cartoons, Gordon? Did you like uh, Cartoon Network at all? Yeah, I loved. I love Cartoon Network. I could tell you so much about the Toonami cartoons, but mm-hmm. then once we hit Adult Swim, because I also wasn't that deep into like pot humor, yeah. which I mm-hmm. feel like is what a lot of Adult Swim is. Yeah. So then, even as I was getting old enough to maybe watch, like the only thing I really liked on Adult Swim at the time that I was growing up and it was maybe even being geared towards me was Boondocks. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron McGruder's brilliant. Great, great and show. after that, I was kind of like, oh, this, this Hilla Tubbies thing, I'm not down for. <laughs> um, so I guess my answer 
is going to be very exciting. I'm in between two. Okay. They both may not make sense. Mm -hmm. I'm actually, since you said it, I've actually been in between Ren Stimpy and SpongeBob because I heard through the like this early days, like 2009, that SpongeBob actually started out as a more adult cartoon and they geared it down and then pitched it to Nickelodeon. So I don't mm -hmm. think it was always a Nickelodeon property. Hmm. And, you know, obviously it is now, but it was way too adult, apparently, when they were just doing sketches of it and stuff to be on Nickelodeon. So I think I'll even go with SpongeBob. All right. So okay. we got uh, four different answers Johnny Bravo, we got SpongeBob. We got Ren and Stimpy. We got the Powderpuff Girls, and I also said Ren and Stimpy. That's okay. the uh, and then, but I really believe that that's Nickelodeon. And uh, I think it might wrong. be, but I, I feel like the, the like the first season of Ren and Stimpy was not Nickelodeon friendly. It wasn't. No, no season of Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, is it never was. Yeah, it was never <laughs> appropriate. I, I think and, I, I don't know what they. I think they aired it at night, right? I don't. I, did Nickelodeon? Yeah, it was, oh, maybe it was on SNCC, I think. Okay. Uh, Saturday uh, Night Nickelodeon. I believe they're bringing it back, right? Isn't Comedy Central bringing it back as part of their rebranding? And I don't uh, know that dude, the John Kirk Falusi who created it, got he was uh, he sexually harassed some yeah, he, people. So not he a was good person. So there, there was there was an attempt to bring it back once already, and I don't think it worked. Um, all right. Well, here's your answer. You, you ready? Mm -hmm. Your answer is Dexter's Laboratory. Oh, that was one of the ones around around the Johnny Bravo thing. Uh, I will tell you, the short was titled Big Sister. Before that, it was just Hanna-Barbera reruns. Oh. And then Dexter's right. Laboratory came into play. Oh, so, uh, uh, I barely even know what that is, honestly. <laughs> like, I think I, I can picture the guy in the lab coat. Oh, it's, I it's think that's Dexter. Cartoon. Yeah, what? it's a good cartoon, especially the, the, the first version of it. Oh, all right. Well, you know my thoughts on cartoons. No, thank you. Yep. <laughs> uh, what did everybody bet? Because uh, now Joshua comes down to bet. Uh, strategically, uh, how did you bet to win the money? Garen, what'd you bet? I went 15. 15 for Garen. Leader in the clubhouse at the moment. Elliot? Uh, as cartoons, I bet 25. 25, you're out. Uh, Matt? I also thought I felt good about this category, so I also bet 25. All right, Josh, what'd you bet? I bet 25. Unbelievable. And then I bet 17. So Garen hey. gets the money. Garen gets $5. That'll be, hey, that'll help with the move, Garen. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be great in Michigan. $5 goes a long way in Michigan, a lot further than it does here in Los Angeles. Yep. You're going to love it there, buddy. You're going to love every, meeting all your old buddies and you go down to the bar there in Novi and, you know, have a hockey stick or whatever the hell you people do. <laughs> uh, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I like hockey. I don't shut up about it. I, uh, I know that I didn't win the money, but how do you send it? Uh, we could Venmo it. Uh, oh, okay. Or gotcha. uh, he'll just wait till he gets back into our studio, and then we'll divvy up the money that we've yeah, collected and won over these uh, last six, seven months. Eight months the, the guest has won once or twice, right? And we just Venmoed it? Yeah. I believe so, yes. Yeah, yeah it's a I Venmo only, situation. Yeah, yeah, it, it definitely is, because I, I remember there was a year where uh, my great, I don't even... You know those people that are so old and so removed, you're not even sure you're related to them? It's like, this is your great, great, like, uncle aunt. And you're like, all right, I don't even think that's real. But basically, they sent me, they sent me money for my birthday one time in the card. And the, the cost of 
postage was more than was in the car. Oh, no, <laughs> really. And then, oh. obviously there wasn't a Venmo back then, but I just, I actually thought that they hated me. I thought it was like, um, you know, when you tip a waiter three cents, like, have you ever seen that before? Yes. Like when I worked at a restaurant, someone did that, uh, oh. to a guy I know one time. And normally I would be on the guy side, but he actually was super bad at his job <laughs> and on meth. And so, oh, no. Three cents was generous, but <laughs> I, I, I looked at the card and I was like, there's no way like this is this. This took like a dollar fifty to mail from where they were. And, and there's a dollar. Oh. <laughs> Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, terrible. Uh, I, I feel I feel obligated to, to tell a quick version of the story of my grandmother. I had to call my grandmother collect to get hold of my parents because they were helping her shop. OK. And then a couple weeks later. She sends me a letter asking me to pay back the collect call. No way. And the stamp costs more than what I owed her for the call. <laughs> and, and you have to understand, this is a woman who did, he, she did grow up, uh, you know, through the Depression and stuff like that. But this was, you know, 1992. So. Did you send her a dollar and tell her never to contact you again? <laughs> That's what I would have done. Here, here's your money, old bag. That's what I would say. I would never have said that. Well, in 1992, what was it? Like 19, how, what did you owe her? 19 or 20 cents? Like 20 cents, maybe a quarter. And she wanted it. <laughs> yep. And she yep. she had to mail a letter instead of just next time she saw you to be like, can can I get that quarter? Yep. Or well, have I a mean, call, pick up the phone. Well, no, obviously she doesn't want to spend that money. <laughs> you kidding me? It's not loaded. Uh, yeah. All right. Josh Johnson's been our guest. Josh uh, has a brand new podcast called the uh, the Josh Johnson Show, uh, John, Josh Johnson Show uh, that you can get on Audible. And uh, is it also an Apple podcast, uh, Josh? Everywhere you listen. Podcast, Spotify, everywhere you listen. Wonderful. He's also a writer on The Daily Show, which is a wonderful uh, topical program. They deal with stuff that's happening currently in the news, Matt, if you haven't seen the program. Um, yeah, I'm familiar. Uh, I watch. I think that Craig Kilborn is fantastic. So I watch the program every single night. <laughs> okay. Got it. Cool. What if I what if I was that out of the loop and I, and I thought that he was still hosting it and I, and I think I'm being helpful. That Craig Ferguson's great. Well, good for you, young man. I uh, anyway, uh, Josh, uh, uh, he's going to have a brand new specialist uh, next year. Uh, so, Josh, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. And for anyone who wants to find me on the socials or anything, I'm at Facebook at Josh J Comedy, Instagram at Josh Johnson Comedy and Twitter at Josh Johnson. Great. Uh, and we'll take care of all that in the plugs as well so that uh, uh, you will be reminded as to where to uh, get, get a hold of your Josh Johnson comedy. So, Josh, don't run away. We'll say goodbye to you off the air. Uh, but before we go, let's say goodbye to everybody. We'll say goodbye to look at me in Michigan. Never seen him happier. That's the pop culture beats Garen Cockrell. Uh, in Palms, California. Never seen him more sleepy. That's Elliot Hochberg. Uh, look at how relaxed Matt is from the pool up in uh, H uh, HQ in Sherman Oaks. And our new friend Josh Johnson holding down everything in New York City. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. Stay safe, everybody. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2020, Never Not Funny, LLC. Never Not Funny.